show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer episode 95. It's me, Russ, the face veal. Thankfully, lose those <laughs> captions know why I've done that. <laughs> yeah, people who, yeah, people who want to watch uh, an, a previous episode with uh, Russ with the captions on it be quite interesting to. You can see why he's a uh, what he's been renamed. Emphasized. Yeah. So yeah. if you know, you know. Tweet him just or come up to him if we're ever a lady. Just share some of your yeah. favourite relevant song lyrics with him because that's what we've been doing. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is why it's taking us so many times to start this episode. <laughs> Don't you worry about a thing. It's going to be fine. Let's go. <laughs> I woke up this morning just wanting my breakfast, but. Luckily, like, <laughs> I was able to have that and then uh, crack on. But anyway, um, so, um, well, um, we're going to talk about Broken Realms Marathi. So obviously, um, yep. we've done a show all about the background and it's, uh, we, you know, it's a fairly good read. So if you want to check that out and find out what all the stuff we're about to talk about is mean. There'll be a link or, below. Yeah. Or above. Awesome. I'll put it up here somewhere. We're going to make it difficult for you. We'll hide it somewhere on the screen. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out if you want to know like the story. But what we're going to talk about in this show is the rules. So, um, and when I say the rules, we mean the match play, pitch battle stuff. So we're not going to yeah. talk about the scenarios and the narrative stuff because you know that that's all fine and cool, but that's not our bag it's not for, yeah, it's, yeah it's not for us is it so. that's not our bag full of fish is it that's nope. not our we don't want that as not fish so there's so, gonna be there's some changes as well between existing things and then there's some new things that have never existed before both of which are going to be super interesting so if you are particularly interested in the deep kin exactly how they've changed or particularly interested in marathi skull and how that's changed do feel free to use the timestamps. we'll have those in the the bar of it and then use them there for your convenience to skip to whichever bit is the most relevant for you and your army yeah and um if you marafi's uh broken room marafi's up for pre-order today so uh please click through our link uh to element and uh do it on yeah, our it because it helps us so um and all that and um we were lucky enough to get a copy from games workshop because we simply love uh gw stuff and uh <laughs> <laughs> and um we you know they dig what we do so they support us so you know um obviously yes. thank you very much yeah thanks a lot games workshop for sending it out to us if anyone uh, is a games workshop employee watching us thank you yeah cheers guys and it's yeah. fine that you're like les and not me i don't don't worry about it not there <laughs> <laughs> that's fine <laughs> I don't have time to read it anyway. It's fine. I'm going to play the uninformed idiot for the purposes of this video. Not because it's convenient at all. That's the role that I've chosen very carefully too. It's definitely the role that you've chosen and not the reason you've been on the show from the beginning. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, (laughs) that's fine. Think of me as a a small version of Marathi that's allowed on the table at the same time as a big version of it. And that rest is the big version. I don't want a big version. I can't... (laughs) I don't want to be. That makes you a turtle, Wes. I don't want my. Something. I don't want my name being the Shadow Queen. Come on, that's, that's <laughs> can we call him Rest the Shadow Queen Veal in this episode? 
Um, no, edit. <laughs> oh shit! I don't do the edit. Um, right. I've <laughs> um, lost my power. Sorry. Every time you say "rest the face," I'm going to be like Shadow Queen. You're like over the top. Just um, anyway. Should we jump in? Yes. So yeah, um, let's just do it. Let's go through. So we're going to talk about some like some updates to battle tomes, which is we're going to cover. Uh, I'll be putting stuff yeah, up like on the screen. Six. There's like six, isn't there? Like for in this one, you've got like Doors of Cain, Sig- Cities of Sigmar, Stormcast, uh, IDK, Slaves to Darkness, and apparently Pitch Battle Profiles, which is not the sixth thing. So there's only five. So yeah, but I mean, it's quite a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, a bit of a yeah. thing for everyone. Um, so. I think probably start off we're going to go in order of the book um so cool. um so, so the first thing is one of the temples for daughters Cain, which is yeah, the zanefar this... kai yeah which i think is uh pretty cool it's nice to have like an, adding these temples in which is kind of cool like you know it gets it means that you've got something to play that isn't hagnar or uh we'll see everyone calibron which is the minus one to shoot in yeah so um so it's obviously like based around the snacks as as lesser likes to call them snacks snack um, temple and uh snack snack. you get some abilities so you get plus one bravery for malusai yeah. and canari um it's fine i mean their bravery's not particularly good so you know it's yeah okay. i mean it, it doesn't matter anyway because your hags are giving them like they're sipping from the sippy cup, aren't they? So they're then they don't take battle shock. Well, it's so. quite useful if you've got like units of five archers or canary because like you're probably not going to be buffing those. It'll be the big unit of. Uh, It'll be the massive unit of like that you give them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, though, <laughs> I guess there's going to be an, an MSU prospect in here, and the hags are more appropriately costed now anyway, aren't they? So you don't just have one practically for free every place on the board that you want it. No. Yeah. It's I, I kind of think like where as Russ we get to the next bit, which is like the command ability, like this really synergizes with um particularly the new Marathi rules, um, which you know we we'll touch on when we cover the Marathi skull. Like this quite um th- this um sort of like great temple or whatever you call it um really works well with numerathi if you lean into the malusai sort of like style of that army so for people who've been running the malusai armies this is like a really nice addition so you don't have to worry about the hagnar you lose some of the like you know the the more oil banks but you really put out a lot more damage you know especially if you're comboing this up yeah yeah you also you also get like the vault of the first brood, which allows you to have one additional artifact of power um, in in your in your army. Just just which is always yeah. useful, you know. Um, it has to be from the uh, gifts of Marafi table, um, but they yeah. But you could just take your normal one from somewhere else if you wanted to. Yeah, I can't remember what they were the Marafi ones like because obviously most people the only ones you'd ever see really would be the you know the temple ones on like the hag or slaughter queen on the cold yeah. because that's what you know. Be interesting to see if there's like revisit the daughter's book and see if there's anything like you know that you could next sneak in, which would be quite cool. Particularly the with general's handbook uh, not allowing you to take any of the. Um, realm artifacts and stuff so well the malign sorcery but you still got the new realm ones but they're very limited in what they do aren't they so yeah they're and, and also not not particularly crazy strong or anything there's no, one or two because like it would just be ignac scales wouldn't it like on something if you've got it we're uh, talking old world like you know the old rules so yeah um but you, you mentioned the command ability which um is basically uh, you use it once per phase uh, when you pick a friendly uh, Zane Farmer, Lucite unit or uh, Harpy unit to fight 
that is wholly within 12 of that hero, you can add one to the attacks of melee weapons. So what's yeah. interesting there is per phase. Not per combat phase. Not so at the start of combat phase. If you've phase, got ways yeah. to fight in the hero phase, which you know you, you know you do because you've got slaughter coins yeah. and everything, you can do it in the hero phase, but also the combat phase. So it's quite... Which is really good. It's one yeah. scary, like like hefty double tap of a turn, isn't it? Yeah. If you've got the points to spend on it, I think it's yes, really handy. That crucial turn when you go first, you're already in combat with like a key unit. You double tap, you know, you, you fight in the combat phase, you have the additional attacks characteristics go off, you rinse the unit you're already in combat with, then you move and then go and like rinse the other unit. Um which is Can you use, you know, can you use the uh, the slot queen's ability in your opponent's phases at all? Is it just your hero phase? Uh pass. Don't know. I think, yeah, I that's think a, yeah, no yours. idea. I think it's in yours. Yeah. Um, so amazing, though. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know the book that well. So oh, I'm pretty. Oh, I'll have a look it. at I've the. Never had doing anyone it. use it in my hero phase. I think it is in your hero phase. So I believe so. Um, yeah. Then the um, you've got the command trait. A, a Zainfar Kai general must have this trait. The curse of the bloody handed. The end of the combat phase. Roll a dice for each enemy unit within three of the general on a five up. They take d three mortal wounds. Yeah. So, okay. It's, yeah, just all right. It's like you know, you, it's almost the tax for taking it right. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of cool. With the temple, we also get some um, new battalions. Um, yeah. So yeah, you've got the the Viperic Guard, the Scaff Coven, and the Shrine Brood, which are all obviously snake themed. Um, so Viperic Guard is Marathi. Kane and the Shadow Queen, which you have to take together, uh, which we'll together, get to yeah. in a minute. Um, one to two Bloodrack Medusae or Melusite Iron Scales, um, which I believe the you, Melusite Iron Scale is the new hero that's in the box. That's there. the hero that comes in the box, yeah. So, um, And then two to three units of Blood Sisters or Blood Stalkers in any combination. Um, then you've got once per battle a hero from this battalion could use a command ability without spending a command point. So it's almost like an extra cool, command I think. point. Yeah, not not yeah. great. But I mean, the nice thing about that is that's that's quite a large portion of an army, and yeah, I mean, yeah. like that. Give you that extra, there is... that freebie tap, don't you, if you need to do the point for the extra command attack on that unit. So it's mm -hmm. because obviously it's once per battle you can do it. Um, you're already taking most of that in an army anyway, right? I think yeah, if you lean into the snake sort yeah, of thought. So I think you got a formation, yeah. so you get a command point anyway. You get one for free, so basically you get to lower your drops and you effectively get two CP. Yeah. Well, you need to take the the producer to make the Melusite battle line. You need to have free battle line, so and you're going to take Marafi, so basically you're going to have all those units. So yeah, so it just gives you a extra artifact and two extra command points effectively. Um, yeah, looks pretty yeah. tidy. Then you've got the um, Scaff Coven, which is the one Bloodrack Medusa or Melusa Iron Scale, uh, one to four units of Blood Sisters, one to two units of Blood Stalkers, and naught to two Harpy units or Canari. Um, and they don't take Battleshock tests. I think that's a really good battalion because basically. I mean, that's a good selection. That as could well. be your whole yeah. army. Yeah. With or Marine. you just yeah. add a couple of characters that don't add to your drops massively. And well, you add yeah. Marathi, basically. So yeah, you right. know, Marathi plus that is your army, isn't it? I mean, you could have six units, seven, eight units in your army plus a hero. You know, blood Which drop, is juice. two drop, 
with a Marathi. I think Marathi might be two individual deployments now because of the way she is. Yeah, I think it's the three drops still great, and that's a great selection. Yeah. It's got harpies in it. Like they're, they're they're the thing that normally you'd add, and one of the only negatives to them is that they would bump up your drops. So that seems great. Yeah. And then you've got the Shrine Brood, which is uh, two Shrines, two Sisters or Stalkers, two Harpies, um, and it's got an ability, Blood Sacrifice, in your hero phase, pick any number of units from this battalion within six of the Shrine. Um, then you can basically, um, one model from each unit is slain, you can heal one wound or two wounds to the Shrine for each, uh, either Malusai or Karnari Harpy that was slain, so you kill your own models to heal your Shrine, it's okay. Um, but it's, I don't think it jumps out like Scath Coven um, or and Vampiric Guard or Vampiric no. Guard. Yeah. yeah, so that that one is a hundred twenty point battalion. The other two are one hundred forty. Mm. Um, yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on those point cards? I mean, we've 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 said it for both of them. They are good. It's a good selection. Is that is that does that turn yeah. you off because it, it's quite a lot of points or do you reckon it's just all right or i think if you're getting like most your army dropped an extra artifact and two command points for this for the uh vampiric guard i think it's fairly okay yeah i think yeah. if you're going to go in like and like you, obviously we, we're assuming that everyone's leaning into the um the malusai heavy army lists i think realistically the 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 points you pay for it to be able to put down you know you got three units of blood sisters one medusa we haven't got the rules for the iron scale in this um you know in this book and it will be up for the like i imagine we'll see the scroll when it the army box goes up for release um but yeah it's um i think probably i'd take i think you would take it i think just to lower your drops just to make yourself a little bit more competitive in a world of one drops you're going to be caught out regardless but i think three is that sweet spot at the moment um personally i think if you're running big units of um Blood Sisters and the Scaff Coven not taking Battleshot tests is is pretty good, right? Cause yeah. yeah, low drops makes you less vulnerable to getting people who have less drops than you anyway. Or you going in there first yeah. turn doing a load of damage but taking a lot in return. It's just yeah, yeah. why not? I mean, you could think... probably do the what the Vampiric Guard. You could probably get to a one drop, but I think yeah, I do think Scaff Coven is probably the the more sensible one out of the two. They both are really strong. I think in 140 yeah. points, that's like 20 like if it was 160 or greater then i would be seeing that as more of a negative but i think that's that's pretty solid really i definitely be considering yeah. either of the top two face hammer is sponsored by element games so for great customer service all the latest age of sigmar releases at 20 percent off and all your hobby needs go to www.elementgames.co.uk to support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. Uh, so <clears throat> we should probably talk about the uh, the big bad. I mean the the, the Marafi. Uh, I see the big bad. Uh, well, she is pretty bad. Cool. Um, <laughs> she's the bad guy. Um, Rest the Shadow Queen. Um, so when we talk about Marathi <laughs> Kane first, so no, I'm joking, um, yeah. but so, I think I think like so. What we'll do is we'll talk about um, the changes to the Marathi War Scroll um, and yeah. go through that. So um, obviously we've got um, the the main difference here really is that you don't have the little one and then she goes big. You you have both of them on the table at the same time. 
which the points increase as well. But I guess we need to cover like off the bat, right? Well, the points are basically the same because I think she was five eighty before, and she's six hundred now for two. Uh, okay. So essentially, you're not really getting much of an increase. Um, obviously, it takes up two yeah, now. two of your leader slots, um, but yeah. it's well worth it. I think. She, I mean, I can't really see writing a daughter's army without Marathi in it. Honestly, I never really could before, but because she was so unique. But obviously, having two <clears throat> leaders that benefit from the um, the the way the wounds work, because obviously in the past you had free wounds could be allocated, but there was stuff that got around it like instant kill abilities, endless, endless spells. spells going before the realm. All that's gone. So if you get instant killed, you just take three wounds. Mm. And you'll, all the wounds go on to the Shadow Queen. And yeah. if the Shadow Queen dies, then you remove Marathi Kane. If you do any wounds to Marathi Kane, they go to the Shadow Queen. If you do any wounds to the Shadow Queen, they're on the Shadow Queen. And you can only take three in any combination on the two models. So three maximum on the Shadow Queen per turn. Anything yeah. that goes out of battle round either after or out of turn either before or after counts for either the one coming or the one previous depending if it's at the end or at the beginning yeah of the battle round and then so there's um, no way for her to die in no. less than four in less turns. than four turns yeah and that one turn where you don't get you get two through instead of three for whatever reason that costs you a, a lot. extra turn yeah 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 um so that's a big change um probably if we talk about the obviously a lot of people didn't necessarily see the little Marafi a lot because yeah. she was only there for, for she the was there time. as a placeholder wasn't she until the big one came out so. <clears throat> so obviously one of the things that's gone is the ability to teleport forward using the change which is a good thing <clears throat> so if people didn't know you used to be able to have lots of models around her and then you put her in the first available space and if you make the closest space in front of your your line of troops then the big snake yeah. could be placed the other side and you've got the base length then that allowed you to get into combat on turn one <clears throat> yeah it was uh it was the thing that everyone did wasn't it you'd, you'd have most people would be if they're going to be aggressive with the army which you're going to be because your daughter's a cane player you'd normally deploy it on the 12 inch line going first marafi then has her entire base which is you know uh what Run a bit six inches a bit wide maybe i'm not sure exactly yeah, it's and then it's four and a half this is 100 mil is it, yeah yeah so yeah um and then you just go forward with that so it essentially gives her an additional like makes her 18 inch move really doesn't it yeah. thereabouts it's gone now which is a definitely yeah. a good thing um she also has um a sort of new command ability um which yeah. is similar to the old one but um so you can uh, use the command ability in the hero phase pick one friendly daughters of cane unit hold within 24 the unit can shoot or yeah. if it's within um three of an enemy you can fight uh you can't use it more than once so it allows you to fight in the hero phase it's kind of the slaughter queen's ability yes <laughs> 24 is very unrestricted for the shooting. Like that's a huge amount of distance. Yeah. Mm. But what's quite good about that is I think the Slaughter Queen's ability is called something else. Yeah, it is, yeah. I had on yeah. my... Uh, I've got it up on my, the app on the phone. So if you uh, both, then you could probably fight twice in the hero phase. 
Orgy of Slaughter. Yeah. Is the yeah. So um class. makes a big difference, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Um I'm just double checking her scroll as well. It looks and like they were jumping around but she gets to cast three spells as well. Yeah, I was like, say, that's, she's that's always not an untidy to do that, I think. So yeah, just I'm just checking to see I... this morning. Uh, we've never seen it, um, and also they've added the uh, the unbinding rolls. Yeah, so unbinding so adds... bonus is is new. Yeah, because she only used to get a plus one to cast. Yeah, now she gets that was it, yeah. the spell and unbind, uh, and she can unbind two spells and cast three spells. Well, beats like she's still got minus one to hit. So next to any unit for shooting, she's minus two with lookout, sir, which is enough to stop people from shooting you or make it a real waste of shots. Yeah. And she's still got Black Horror, which is a decent spell. Yeah, <clears throat> quite very long range, isn't it? Yeah, because then it's going on a six because of her plus one. Yeah, yeah so she six. she yeah. used to have an ability that doubled the range of all her spells. Um, so obviously, like this is obviously there's reason that Black Horror's probably got a long range. But what's quite nice about that is when is it it stops her being able to do like realm spells. I mean, I know they're kind of gone away now, but they were like yeah. You know, doubling like those spells was pretty devastating. Um, but I just think it's nice you get to play with a model that you never really got to play with before. Oh, that's a gorgeous model, too. It's a really nice one. And yeah. she's not like you could be pretty reckless with her because she's still got a four up armor save, so yeah, it's like and minus she, one to hit, and she can't die, she can only take three wounds. Yeah. You know, she's quite she's quite punchy as like a, a wizard, you know, as well. Like when you look at the you know, nine attacks, um, three of which are. Damage D3, you know, if you mm-hmm. put her in to on it, like one of the things that I think is going to be really good is that obviously she's got a six inch move, which is a bit slow, but in those hero missions, mm-hmm. the objective missions, now you stick little Marafi on the objective and big Marafi goes rampaging. Yeah, pretty flexible. Yeah. Or yeah. you can stick them both on either one and just auto win because you're going to be there for four turns with both heroes and yeah. score. There is that. Yeah. Uh, uh. So, um, then you've got the Shadow Queen, which obviously is still a four-up save, fourteen-inch uh, move that degrades. Um, <clears throat> one of the changes on here I like is the change to the gaze, uh, purely because I didn't yeah. like how it worked before, where you could you could actually snipe models out of the unit without even being in range of the model. So it had yeah. a thing where you target a unit, then you pick a model in the unit, so you could pick something out of range. So I quite like that's tidied up, um, not as powerful, but. You know, can't have it all. I think it's a longer range, but you know, it's uh, it's fine. Um, heart renders got more attacks. Yeah, quite attacks. a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's three threes rend two damage three, which is pretty pretty good. Um, Starts at eight attacks for people. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, so I think she used to have six attacks with the uh, with heart Wasn't render. She- yeah, six attacks. I wasn't sure if it was damage free off the bat, but it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I think it just used to um, degrade quite quickly as well. Um, but obviously, if you took yeah. eight, eight wounds on the new Marafi, she's still going to have six attacks. So, this, yeah, it makes a big difference. Um, it does. The obviously flies, um, and some of the thing. One of the things that's really good is while the models within three of enemy models add one to attacks of melee weapons used by Canary Harpies or Malusi wholly within eighteen of this model. So if she's in combat, Ooh. it buffs all your Malusi. So obviously, taking Synergy. the new the new temple you actually get plus two attacks on your with you use the command ability so you you actually have plus two attacks on your units so pretty good but it's just this little harpy is a like that's they're complete glass cannons but that's quite a lot of just output i, th- 
I think it really helps the because uh, you don't you always used to see the shooting harpers right the heart renders yeah you never used to see the combat ones whereas the combat ones now you probably you know there's an opportunity for them to be you know because obviously they're getting buffed by all this stuff as well like you know they're Land, gonna have more attacks which is move, good attack, snipe yeah. heroes if they're not shooting them they're gonna get in because they get the additional the additional charge or the additional move i can't remember off the top yeah of i head. think i think it's a six inch move their own yeah, yeah after yeah, they fight they can move six on a four up i think and if they shoot they can get a, a move on a four up of yeah. six inches which is yeah. why they always used to drop nine away shoot and then move into range of objectives that's why they were always yeah in the bum um yeah but the shadow queen i really like marafi anyway um like the sort of aesthetically and i think the i like the melusite it's my favorite thing about the daughters of Cain. i've actually got some like as an army that i started um like she buffing the Malusai, I think really and the new formation and the new temple allows you to really do a snake based army. And obviously we haven't got the rules for the iron scale character, but obviously once that's released that probably have some benefit to uh, Malusai as yeah. well. Um so It'd be interesting to see what she does if she buffs if she buffs this additionally, because then it really it, it, it allows you to be quite a competitive <laughs> snake army, which is good. Yeah. I the think, irony is that the, the armies you didn't used to see Marathi and are often the armies that had snakes in, and now it just seems that she works really well even with the snakes. Which make, makes well, complete it, sense for the background as well. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. The back, it's like with the background that we touched on in the earlier show, it's like they are, like the snakes are her chosen. They don't know like what she's really, like the normal Daughters of Cain don't know what she's up to, where all the yeah. snakes are like the more corrupt souls and they do know what she's up to. So it's really, um, it's really cool that so they've lent into they're that. They're almost like the children of her, aren't they? Whereas like, oh, yeah. yeah, the normal daughters are basically just religious fanatics that she's tricked into thinking Cain's a thing. And she's that's like, she's like, Spoilers. Oh, do it for Cain, do it for Cain. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that's Marathi. Uh, so that's all the daughters of Cain changes. So all pretty good, pretty cool. positive changes. I think um, they add a. You might see a bit more variation in lists, but I think that Mirafi's lot got a lot more powerful, in my opinion. Um, I, it really excites it me actually. anyway. Yeah, yeah. It just makes makes me want to do like a snake army. Get you on the driver spire and driver ship some snakes with some green. I do have an assembled Marathi from years ago. I think, or the start of it at least. Lovely wings. Like, yeah. such a nice mini for that. So That'd then, be good, mate. See you on the table. Then we've got the um, free cities, cities of Sigmar um, rules. So basically, you get the rules for Mist Haven and Harkuron, which are like the basically two of the um, cities featured in the background. Um, yeah. So um, you have Crave's Shadow Host, which is a formation which has got this named uh, Sorceress or Black Dragon, which is basically, which is Jurassic Crave. Um, and it's a little bit unusual because you've got a unique named character, but it's uh, using the War Scroll for a Sorceress on Black Dragon. Um, yeah. Dread Spears and a Dark Shards unit. Um, all units must have either Anvil Guard or Harkuron keyword. So obviously when you play City, you should have to pick one of those two. Um, <laughs> Which, just... um, sorry, cameras. That's right. I was going to say, yeah, see, which we'll get to, because like, obviously they've put Misthaven and Harkuron actual in here, haven't they, as cities mm -hmm. that you can choose, which is which is going to be cool. Um, yeah, we won't touch on the reasons why, and you'll have to read the background no. or watch the other show if you want to know that, because we don't want to give any spoilers out. Um, yeah. But um, the ability subjugated, so... Um, 
the basically the shadow host completely controlled by the sorceress um so she can declare she will compel her minions to attack savagely so until your next hero phase add one to the attacks of weapons used by the dread spears and dark shards but subtract one from their save rolls so you can buff their attacks but lower their defense and that's just as ability it's not a it's not actually yeah. a, a, a commandability command or anything like that. So, um, so it's until your next hero phase. I was just looking for the duration. So there you go. Um, yeah. So potentially, if you knew you were going, you had a chance to go twice. You could buff your attacks, knowing that you'd go again, and then you could not do it. So you wouldn't have the defense. Um, yeah. Negative. The irony is, it, it can be an offensive defensive buff as well because people might decide to not charge you, even though they're going to kill fifteen out of that unit because the unit's going to be absolutely smashing you back or whatever. Yeah, and she has a command trait in there that start the first hero yeah. phase, you receive an extra command point. So she's one hundred sixty I mean... points this formation, so it's it's got to be good to justify that, and it doesn't have much in it. That's not particularly going to affect your drops. Yes. I mean. I look at it and I think that it's actually quite the formation, the rules itself are quite good. I just yeah, they are. It, it's just the units that you're taking is the the issue that I would have with it in a competitive sense. She's also it's not very defensible. She, like she, yeah. she, she's got a fair amount of wounds, but and you can put something on her to make a bit more survivable. But it's a sorceress on a dragon. It's not a star yes. drake. and it's, it's a like unit that. of spears and a unit of like crossbowmen dark eyes i think for me it's more it feels like it's really thematic and cool if you if you lean into your old darkling coven stuff if you wanted to maybe you had that army and you you really like love that look it's a nice thing to do i just i'm not sure it would be cutting edge competitive like on the table because of the unit like the power of the units that are within that formation it's yeah. like dark shards with a dark spears with an additional attack are still not particularly good in my opinion in the game so i think you could have a big unit of dark shards you wouldn't necessarily care about the minus one save and they get the extra shot might be all right but it's their range isn't huge like it's more a narrative thing than anything yeah, yeah i think but, so i, uh, I, can't I mean I, like I said, no I, I, again it's not my where i look at for gaming side of things but it's if you wanted to if you had dark you know darkling covens and want to take it then sweet yeah, so um, you've got Misthaven battle traits. So the City of Scoundrels. Um, so you must be from Orgu. So you know that all the um, cities of Sigmar have their own um, yeah. uh, the, the realm that they have to be from, um, which yeah. is less of a tax now with the changes to Malign Sorcery. Um, it allows you to you get underhand tactics. So instead of setting up a friendly... Misthaven Order, Serpentus, Shadow Blades, or Scourge Privateers unit of up to 10 models on the battlefield. You can place it to one, say, and say it's set up in a flanking force or as a reserve unit. Uh, you can set up one unit in a flanking force for each Darkling Coven, Free Guild, or Duradin unit. You've already got set up on the battlefield. At the end of your movement phases, you can set up one or more flanking force units, more than nine from the enemy. At the start of the fourth battle round, they're dead if they're not on. So it's basically like it's a deployment thing, but it's a yeah. little bit restrictive because it's certain types can scout and certain types yeah. have to be on to allow you to scout. So um, um, I think you've got uh, the opportunity there with like Coldwind Knights and stuff, right? Because they're quite, they punch quite hard. These days, they're at Order Suspentus, I believe. Yeah, they are. That yeah. might be quite cool. Yeah, that might be quite an interesting way of playing with it, you know, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I think it's, I think it's again, it's quite thematic. I don't know how powerful it is. I'm not really to put a cities. It's not a book that I I spend a lot of time looking well, at. So it's um, the the only reason I know that sort of stuff is because Kieran Harper, um, friend of the show, likes really really likes sort of like the. Um, the Cold One Knights, or I'm not sure if that's what they're called these days, the Order of Serpentis stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see. I'm not sure. There's Darkling Covens are the unit, so you wouldn't be able to put Executioners off the table because they'd be quite good as well. Yeah. So they're... So, um, yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, it's all right. And um, you've got the the other rule, which is uh, Mist Haven Narcotics. So basically one hero in your army can have some drugs, Um Cool. choose which one's got it and you can pick on a table and then you can have an additional hero with drugs um for each war scroll <laughs> battalion uh and you can't have more than one set of drugs because you shouldn't mix um yeah kind of up as down as on the same guy so you know <laughs> you, are, you could declare uh which one he's got uh so yeah obviously all right i'll go yeah. there on the next drugs. page so um drugs are bad okay Mm-hmm. Just okay. Drugs are bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, disclaimer. Um, so yeah, then they've got the Shadow Strike command ability, which is uh, once per turn after you set up a flanking force unit, hold within twelve of a Misthaven hero. If you do, you can move that unit d six inches. So obviously, if you're nine away and you get to take d six off the charge, it's effectively like having a three d six charge. So you could that's cool. You could actually like get the Alpha Strike that you wanted a little bit more reliably because I believe that you could in, in fact flank a hero with the um so you could basically have like a yeah. order serpentis hero and an order serpentis unit and have two darkly covered units on the table then they both ambush put them both nine and then the hero would make the unit move then it charges so you could push your units in so it's it's a little bit like the deepkin soul squire point just gonna thing. say yeah, yeah. Not, but like a bit Just random. That really time you roll a one. Heels. Yeah. That time that you roll a one as well, and you're like, oh, right, cool. Now I've got to make an eight inch charge, which is just over average. Yeah, but effectively, the way I look at it is you get a 3d6 charge because yeah. 2d6 charge, get an extra d6 movement. Yeah, it's is. pretty reliable, isn't it? You're just adding one more dice in there to kind of. It's, push it's the, kind um, of. It's on odds. odds on. It kind of flips the odds on its head a little bit. It's a lot more likely than a two d six. So it's all okay, okay, but like you say, it's not. It's not guaranteed. Um, they're not marauders. Come on. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, you got these command traits, which is um, you can use the shadow strike without spending a command point once per turn. So that's with shadow lords probably quite a good one if you were trying to go into that for um, battle. And I suppose battle round for yeah. And then uh, Wily Foe, roll each dice each time you allocate a wound or water wound to gem on a six is negated. All um, right, okay, just like a bounce like. Then the Shade Warlock, he knows the um, Arcane Bolt, Mystic Shield, and can attempt to cast one spell in the same manner as a wizard. If he's already a wizard, gets an extra spell. So, Yeah. Um, like you said, I think Shadow Lords were the way I'd be going with... I'd be looking... You'd be building like a... An alpha strike list and take in Shadow yeah. Lord to be able to, yeah. And then you've got the narcotics. So um, you get one which is um, add one to hit rolls. Uh, cool. You have another one which is ignore modifiers when making save rolls for attacks at target the user, which is which miss, which I think is probably the probably one of the better ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good. You've got the salve which heals d six wounds. Um, but you can't run or charge. Um, then you've got float, which gives you fly. Um, 
it doesn't affect you if you've got a mount. Um, <laughs> the Sawfang Dust, which is um, after you fight, you pick any unit even one, roll a dice on four plus six, D3 more wounds. Or the Ink, um, you can add one to casting, dispelling, and binding rolls for the user. So uh, I think the Ink think- and the Witch Mist are probably the two. Yeah, yeah that stand out to me. Make you better at what you need to be doing, or make you survive longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, defense over offense, pretty much all the time yep. in Age of Sigma. Um, yep. So uh, then you've got the the relics. So you've got Gloom Bell. Once per battle start, the enemy shooting phase. You can say the bear will ring the bell. Ding ding. If you do until the end of the phase. <laughs> Ding, ding, you know, like rocking it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rocky references. <laughs> subtract one from the hit rolls for attacks that target units holding within 12 of the bearer. So bubble minus one yeah. to shoot is pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Not bad. It's quite a good way to spend no points and have a a, a reliable but not over-costed way in your army to have a bit of resilience against. Like You, you could bubble and play KO and just reap the benefits of that pretty hard. But it's yeah. it's good because you use it at the start of their shooting phase, so they could do their movement phase to set up this big thing, and then you just go, yeah, I'm gonna ring the bell, ding ding, polygreed um, it, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> then the, the strangler kelp noose. Once battle start the combat phase, you can pick one enemy model within three. Roll a dice if it's a six or less. Then the target's wounds characteristically cannot attack. So. I mean, for for monsters, it's not it's not a bad option, right? Well, anyone any six wound hero is guaranteed, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. So I mean, most heroes are five wounds, right? So, mm. but you could still stop like, a a monster on a six. So that'd be wonderful. Archeon comes in, lucky big man, right there. If the roll is six or is less than the target's wounds, yeah, so the target yeah, cannot yeah. attack. If you're a big monster and you got 14 wounds, then you roll whatever six. roll is going to... No. Yeah. Whatever roll is going to be less than its wounds. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Am I being yeah. silly? Yeah. No, you, that's how I've read it. If the roll is a six or is less than the target's wound characteristic. Oh, yeah, so The if, bigger you are, the easier it is to stop you, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you yeah. want to go up and, like, hey, more crusher, then that is a fun dice to roll because it's really easy to roll less than 14 on a D6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's just not very good against little heroes, is it? When you have to like even five wound heroes, you're, you're less worried about oh, five, those. I think yeah. like, five wound heroes yeah. still automatic unless you roll a five. It's or less than so right. It's, yeah, so so it has to be less a, than its wounds. So yeah, so four, if you roll a one, two, three, four, it works, or a six, it'll work. Yeah. But a five, it won't. Still pretty. So. It's a pretty reliable way. Okay. Like again, it seems they've got multiple ways. We'll, we'll touch on the next one shortly. But they've got multiple ways to just put one thing in that is a way once a game, which is often all you need to make yourself way more reliable against decks. It's like yeah. blue, isn't it? It's disruption and um, turning things yeah. off. Um, Are we using Magic the Gathering references here? Because yeah, blue, just... black, blue, black, knobhead, I'm, Les, is the I'm, deck. I'm just going to go to removal. Sleep. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so um shadow I like armor, magic. It's cool. add one to save rolls uh for, <laughs> that's a that's a joke by the way like not not anyone who likes magic before yeah, we get the comments i love that i love that between me and byron like byron loves magic. it also and follows an amazing byron. viral video on the internet of someone tipping over a table which yeah yeah. Google. So, yeah we we have no ill feelings to magic the gap i love magic. Oh, byron plays it a lot i don't play it's it super sick 
I'm on the fence. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you've got um, Harkuron. Uh, so a city of Cain, Harkuron armies only. So, um, dun, dun, dun. so spoilerific. <laughs> you cannot use the ways of the free people's battle traits, um, and the Harkuron army could only include units with the following keywords Darkling Covens, Order Serpentis, Scourge Privateers, or Shadow Blades. Basically, it's like the old Dark Elves minus the. Cain units, but wait, they've got more rules. So you must be from Ashki, because that's that's where it is. Um, and yeah. then Temples of Cain, one in every four can be a Daughters of Cain unit. Those units gain the Cities of Sigmars and Harkuron the keyword. In addition, in each of your hero phases, you can pick one friendly Daughters of Cain priest to attempt the inca- incitement to murder prayer, in addition to, uh, addition to the one other prayer the priest can do that phase. So, incitement to murder is uh, pick a Harkuron unit wholly within 12 until the start of your next hero phase. The unmodified hit roll for an attack is a 6. It gets 2 hits instead of 1. Make a wound and save roll for each. Basically, it's like exploding 6s. Yep. Just very, cool. very good for making things more reliable. Like Anyone who's played against or with OBR knows just how much that pushes odds in your favour. It's just quite nice, especially if you're like leaning into the theme and like you're taking, um, who are they? The the Black Guard of Negroth, or that's not what they're called anymore, but they're you know they've got additional attacks, haven't they? Yeah. Or if you're taking executioners, again they they're quite good because they're dark and covens. You like get that prayer off on the because it's the hard cure on. It's not a Daughters of Cain unit. They you can almost go right. I'm going to buff the Daughters of Cain unit with my my one priest, and then they're going to then get the exploding sixes. No, the Daughters the, of Cain um, unit get the keyword too. So they get the Harkuron keyword, the Daughters. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So and then they would be. So you could well. do it. You could do it on 30 Witch Elves, so. Yeah, but you would. I, I, yeah, because you wouldn't be able to take any prayers out of the Daughters of Cain, but yeah, for but that. You could still use because Witch it Brew, be, couldn't you? Yeah, so. Yeah. It's multiple buffs from one source. It's a pretty pretty solid thing. I love yeah, models like cool. the Black Guard as well. They're fantastic. And the Executioners. And then, basically, it's a, it's a Dark Elf army from Old World, isn't it? You can yeah. basically yeah, use all those models in one force uh, for AOS, which yes. is cool. Um, I love the name as well. Like, you know, it's really cool. Then the, you have the command ability, make an example of the weak. Um, so you just start the battle shock. One friendly Harkuron unit hold within 12 of a Harkuron hero. One model in the unit is slain. However, in that phase, you do not need to take battle shock tests for friendly Harkuron units hold within 18 of that unit. So you basically... <laughs> Go I'll one, kill that one. None of you run away. That guy, and, and then one yeah. less than ten point dude. That's a bargain. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I like it. It's again, it's very dark halves off of yeah. eighth edition. It feels like I see Ben Curry like banking up and down because it'll be his <laughs> his old way of playing. So I did need a bit of help as well. I know you guys aren't like hugely into the uh, the city's book, but the the Darkling Covens, the old dark elf units, they were kind of like a just a worse equivalent of the Empire Free Guild units. So them getting yeah. a little bit of a helping hand, definitely it, it always left a bit of choice, like a bit of taste in your mouth. If you were trying to make an army and you just look at yours, then you got practically the same thing, but better and sometimes cheaper from Empire. So this helps them get onto a more level playing field, I think. It's just cool as well, making it a city of cane, you know, go through that. I think if you really want to lean into it, it's really like, you know, you could properly theme it up. Um, I know it's... We're not talking about the hobby side of things. We're talking about the competitive nature of it, but I think it does give them a buff, which is quite nice. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, then we've got our our traits. So um, you've got bathed in blood, add one to wounds. Um, in addition, yeah. you can heal a wound each hero phase. Um, okay. Murderous zeal, which uh, allows you to use the incitement to murder prayer in the same manner as a priest. If you could already do it, you could do it twice. Yeah, cool. And dark adept basically makes you a wizard or gives you an extra spell. So, so. I think the zeal seems the best there. Put it on like a non daughters of Cain priestess person. Can be a very reliable like, army. I think it. De- yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it depends what you want in your army. Like you know, if you if you say that actually my general is a slaughter queen, I want him to be a wizard or whatever. Then because they could already do a prayer or yeah, you know, so yeah. You might, Or if you your black dragon serves like fighty dude. You know, because it'll mm-hmm. be from Order Serpentis. You put that guy on the table; he's really survivable. And then also, he can get exploded sixes on himself or on other units. Yeah, if he can get the the prayer off, I think it's yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Or very martial flexibility is very good, isn't it? So you can yeah, you can sure. pick the thing you're lacking, um, which is good. Um, at the return of the favorite life taker in the artifacts. Um, <laughs> the return so. of the Mac. Pick an enemy in thirty six. Roll a dice. Three to five. One mortal wound on a six d three. So it's just a mortal wound yeah. snipe. Um, mm. which doesn't sound great but actually it's pretty useful that you've got this like way to do a mortal wound at 36 inches just poking. there's other spells that do damage at large yeah. range as well that we've seen so yeah. you add a few of those together and you get something that is very hard to defend against um, you've got the traitor's banner which is subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by missile weapons that target friendly is wholly within 12 of the bearer which is great yeah yeah um You've got the uh, Nullstone Vizard. Vizard! Um, I don't know why, but it just made me laugh. If the bear is on the battlefield, start your hero phase, roll a dice on a five up, you get a command point. I, okay. I, mm, on a four plus, yes, but it's annoying when four pluses don't work. So on a five yes. plus, I'm not sure how I feel about that. What do you think you'd be taking, Life Taker? The banner, probably. Banner, yeah. Just, yeah, the minus one bubble, yeah. Just like you deploy differently against a certain type of army and your your character's going to be at minus two to hit and the rest of your stuff's going to be at minus one. It's a big deal. Like, it's a really big yeah. deal against certain armies that are pretty good hey, at right. the moment. Yeah, and yeah dude. you get a, a spell law. A spell law, which is cool. Um, I guess it's because they don't have access to the city spells. So um... oh, there's so many, like so many old spell yeah, names. Yeah. It's like proper like harking back to my dark elf army of eighth edition, which I was rubbish with. Um, <laughs> yeah, so not obviously more on right there. Eighth edition dark elf rubbish. I know, um, but that... I was just shit at the eighth edition when I was. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you've got sap strength on a six, uh, enemy unit holding an eighteen, uh, minus one hits uh, for attacks. So good. You know, always amazing, good. I mean, especially if you've got geminids as well. I mean, that's potentially minus two to their attacks. Great. Okay. It's yeah. uh, it's not wholly within, so that's that's even more flexible. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> with withering uh, enemy unit within eighteen, um, add one to wound rolls for attacks that target the unit. So. Yeah, cool. Oh, again, good. If you've got if you've got a shooting army, like just getting to pick one thing and bully <laughs> it, that's um, it's a that buffs your army effectively if they've got the same target. Quite nice. Great. If you're taking that formation that gives you the additional shot with the dark shards, and you double down on a big unit. Yeah, you could actually muller something 
with yeah, that. that it, it doesn't work though, does it? Because it's not a city of Cain. It's a city oh of no, Cain. so yeah, it does me. work. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, with the um, Crave Shadow Host, um, you can take it if you have the Harkuron. Harkuron. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. You so, yeah that's work. quite good. So, um, you know, which makes complete sense. Uh, then you've got Vitriolic Spray, which is on eight. Uh, pick an enemy unit within six. To the start of your next hero phase, the unit has a save characteristic of nothing. Whoa. So spray sprays in the book any, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Um, as a spell, so it's yeah, just it's a never boost spray. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it obviously like particularly strong if you were like, okay, I've got the mirrors. I'm gonna juice the craves. Gonna drop the mirrors. I'm gonna fissurelic spray you. Then my dark shards are gonna open up. Yeah. Suddenly, your your crappy, your high quantity of crappy quality stuff is looking scary with that, right? Yeah. On on that alpha strike is pretty good. Um, uh, then you've got Steed of Shadows on a six. Uh, you can fly and move sixteen for the user. Who's got you cast that? Yeah. Pit of Shades enemy unit uh, within eighteen. Roll two d six. If the roll is higher than its units move, it suffers a number of mortal wins equal to the difference. Um, so it's okay. Yeah. And then Shadow Daggers um, pick one enemy unit within nine. Uh, suffers d six mortal wounds. Wounds. Yeah. So that's the City of cool. Sigma stuff. So pretty cool. I, I, I quite like the Harkuron stuff. That got me like a little bit excited. Mm. Maybe it's just like the nostalgia. But um, I don't know how like top-end competitive it will be, but I think it gives you options there, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think there's some nice combos in there that you could do around the magic and that. And it kind of, I think it leans yeah. into the um, narrative of that force as well, like the abilities and that. And it, like you say, it's very classic Dark Elf. So it all fits. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite yeah. cool. And the fact that you can use like new um, Daughters of Cain stuff. I mean, your two Daughters of Cain unit could be Marathi the Shadow Queen and, and Marathi Marathi Cain, couldn't it? So you could yeah. uh, you could have two of those, and then like six other non Marathi units, um, so non Daughters of Cain units in your army. Face Hammer merchandise is available from elementgames.co.uk. Head over to the website and type Face Hammer in the search bar to see the full range. From custom dice in a multitude of colours, paint racks to hold Vallejo Scale 75 Games Workshop and many more ranges of paints, and objective markers to make sure you never miss an objective again during match play. Head over to elementgames.co.uk and search for Face Hammer. So, if you want to support the show, pick up some cool gamer swag from the Element Games web store and level up your hobby. Stormcast Eternals. So, um, they've got some stuff. Um, so, there's basically some Stormhost rules. So, this is the Stormkeep battle traits. So, um, if you're a Stormkeep army, you can give it a Stormhost. So it's got all the normal Stormhosts in there. Um, yeah. So these Celestial Sentinel rules, I believe they replace the allegiances in the Stormcast book. Um, yeah, it says at the top that they uh, yeah. replaces the Living Tempest battle traits. Yeah, so just the stuff that's in that that box, but all the other stuff still applies, like, you know, the prayers and the battle yeah. traits and all that kind of stuff. Um so you get to add one to bravery of Stormcast units from the whole of in 12 of Liberators. 
and yeah. at the end of any of your movement phases, you can pick uh, friendly liberation units that did not move and were not set up in that phase, and they will stand fast. You can add one to their hit rolls, um, and you can add one to their save rolls. It's all right. Which is okay if you set That's an not objective bad. and you're just like going, get me off. Yeah. It's, I think it may, like I said, with the Liberators, I do think it's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially when you're looking at some of the battalions and stuff you've got as well coming. So. They're pretty cheap Liberators. Like, yeah, 90 points do, now, I think. They do a know. decent amount for their points. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, if you if you want some reliable <coughs> objective holders, it helps. Um, and the other rule is mortal auxiliaries. So you can have one in every four can be a city as a Sigma unit. Uh, add one to bravery of those units they're holding within 12 liberators in addition when you pick a unit to benefit from a command ability from the battle tome stormcast eternals you can treat those units as if they are stormcast eternal units so you can use the command abilities but not vice versa so you know cities units couldn't use them on stormcast but oh some interesting stuff there i imagine yeah. Uh, yeah, so like Celestial Vindicator's command ability is uh, additional attack. So that's handy if you've got a Cities unit there, I believe. So there's, a way, there's a way to get um, attacking the hero phase or shooting the hero phase. Hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's going to be some stuff, definitely. So obviously, if yeah. you are doing that, you're, you're kind of heavily incentivized to take slightly larger units of those Cities units if you are going to be spending a point on them to get the most out of them. Um, a, a unit of 30 of X or Y or I mean Iron Drake shooting twice would be disgusting there's some, there's some pretty powerful stuff in there I'd imagine I'm sure there'll be a, a shoot cast list around that with some cities allies in there um... the Hammers of Sigmar Gavriel Surecharge somewhere probably with I don't know Demigriff Knights because yeah. they're cheaper than Dracoffs or because you give them, cool. treat them as yeah, but they're demigriffs. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. They're 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 pretty cool, aren't they? But I think um, I'm trying to think of you won't be able to drop from the sky there, will you? Because you don't have that rule in this one. No. So I, I think, think then, then the I shoot. suppose the the spamming of command points to make them more reliable is probably not not a thing either. Really, I don't think because you wouldn't have enough command points, would you? No, not anymore. I suppose you never know. I just yeah. think spitballing out loud. Yeah, there's go- there's going to be some stuff there, definitely. And I think if you are going to do it, like shooting is often something which you can benefit from this type of thing from pretty heavily if there's anything that ties with that because you don't need to be in range and therefore it doesn't matter that you didn't drop from the sky, etc. Mm-hmm. I definitely think the anvils, I mean, anvils are pretty much the, the most popular uh, stormcast chamber at the moment anyway. But I think with cities units, there's quite a lot of missile units in there. I'm sure there's going to be a combo not knowing the books well enough to comment past that really even just, even just it doesn't even have to be a, a, a huge thing but 20 shadow warriors would be scary um even like Hendrix would be scary like there's a lot of solid um solid yeah, the like 20 yeah if they don't move they pump out even more as well so there's, there's kind of some obvious synergy there and if you are an I'm objective gonna... and you want to hold it yeah grim Tom, Tom Moore's would be all excited all over this, like you know. Oh, I think he's been tainted from trying that before. <laughs> um, so then we've got the um, the wardens of the. You got some yeah. battalions, so wardens of the Stormkeep. So it's uh, Lord Celestin, uh, two to five other Stormcast heroes, um, and can only be included in a Stormkeep army. It cannot include any monsters. So 
It basically means roll dice for each hero. Add three to the roll if the hero is your general. On a five, you get a command point. So it's yeah. pretty good because if you're taking a Lord Celestin and two heroes, you've got the stuff you need. If you're not worried about monsters and your command point, you you want those command points, then you're generally on what? So add three if the yeah. roll is... If the hero is your general, so what on the two plus you get a command point? Yeah, that yeah. is that is reliable. <laughs> and the, the other heroes you get one on a five, so you could get three command points a turn. Yeah, and if you have more heroes, so you, you've got more chance. So if you wanted to spam the two, charge, you could do your two heraldors, uh, and you're you're not veritant. Um, or you you're farming command points for your anvils of Haldenhammer, shooting the hero phase mm-hmm. thing. Or your Gavriel Sure charge that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good because it's just Stormcast Eternal Hero, so it's just a keyword, so there's a lot that yeah. falls into that. Um, you just can't have <laughs> uh, Have you got the points in front of you? 140. Uh, okay. For so, Wardens. I mean, yeah. it's expensive, but it's good, right? I mean... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Again, it's, it's not one that's going to get your drops down. Not massively, not really. but it still gives you... It's the command points it gives you, because it gives you one yeah. formation, gives you an artifact, and it gives you potentially, like, between, what, one and six, or zero, so zero and six command points, depending on how many heroes yeah. you got in there. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a resource farming thing, isn't it? It's pretty good. I mean, like, it's, it's almost like the... The A for Quartz brooch on crack, really, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like your your average good Stormcast heroes uh, between one twenty and one forty. Mm. Um, so you just don't take one of those and put this formation in, and then you, you're dropping it anyway just for the ability to have those extra command points. Yeah, oh, it's just your first hero yeah. phase, so it's only the first one. But okay, that's when you need them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So then you've got the Storm Tower Garrison. Uh, which is a Vexler, mm-hmm. two to four libs, one to two paladin, one to two justicar. Uh, only Do you know what the justicars are, Russ? They're the um, uh, the Soul Wars ones, aren't they? No, any shooting. Uh, so it's judicators or sequiturs. Uh, not sorry, judicators or castigators are classed as justicar units. All right. Um, so if they're holding twelve any liberators, uh, they can use their yeah. shield of civilization battle trait. To stand I'm just checking now to make sure I'm fucking right. Same manner as liberators, so it basically yeah, means you bad. can use the liberators ability for plus one save, plus one to hit on your paladins and your justicas. So solid. Plus one to hit on cheating again, not too bad. This one's a little bit cheaper. It's 130 this one, and it could be oh, um, a significant chunk of your army, couldn't it? Oh, mate, um, justicar units, uh, vanguard raptors as well. Mm. So that's good. Yeah, but long that strikes makes very reliable. Long strikes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get around lookout, sir, with that. Um, then you've got the Stormkeep Patrol. So Lord Veritant, Griffhounds, two Redeemer or Justicar units in any co- combination. Um, can only be a Stormkeep Army. Um, it's got Ever Vigilant. I've got this bit cut off here. So um, remove units from the battalion. Must set them up. Set up the Lord Veritant anywhere on the battle for more than nine for enemy units, then set up units for the battalion, holding within 12 of the Lord Veritant more than nine. So it's like a, 
after enemies are set up but before the battle round begins so it's like an alpha redeployment for your yeah you're going just cars shooters and redeemers are the the sort of the sacrosanct uh, secretaries it's libs and secretaries right so redeemers yeah so you could you could set up a shooting alpha strike with that couldn't you yeah yeah i think so I got the points confused because everything Stormcast always down to the same. This one is 130 and the previous one is 160. Right. I was going to say the other one's like pretty, pretty Tasty, big good. chunk of your army, isn't it? So all pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, then you've got the um, Mega Formation, which was gloss over that, but then you've got Ven, Ven Brecht's Black Watch Formation. It's a bit bit that you would like your boy, Van Brecht, watch the other show. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Which has... Uh, uh, Lord Veriton, Kaiser Venbrecht in it, one unit of Griffhounds, one to two Judicators, one Castigator unit. So it's all, all guns. Um, so yeah. he is a named character. You must be Anvils. Uh, and again, it's got the same rule. So after armies set, but before the first battle round, remove the units so you set them up again. And then you've so basically that is good because good, you're Anvils. You can do that before the first battle round, take the first turn, then shoot in the hero phase. With command points, and uh, so it says so, one castigator unit. So you just go big on the castigator unit, don't you? I think there. Yeah, well, judicators are just as good. Yeah. Um, so. judica- people tend to maximise on small units because of the power of the champions. But ten judicators is still pretty solid. And don't forget that the yeah. hurricane crossbows get massive bonuses at short range and not moving. So you can basically yeah. like roll shed loads of dice. Um, yeah, uh, and the mortal wound. Um, crossbow as well there you know if you want to pick off certain things with the mortal wounds because that's i can't remember exactly how that works in the the rules now but that's always handy people don't tend to take that they take the exploder you've also got a trait which is uh when you use the general sanction ability you can pick an enemy chaos or death here instead of an enemy wizard in addition um i think it's add one to hit rolls made by this general target of vampire so i don't know what the sanction ability is but it says you can pick a edit here that isn't a wizard, so chaos or death. Um, so it's obviously the Lord Veritans thing. Rules, yeah. It's kind of cool. I quite like that Van Brecht. Uh, mm-hmm. It's another 161, like. so you're paying, but again, it's a pretty large chunk of an army, and I mean, it's a very strong ability. You're in Anvils. It gives you a really good alpha strike. You're doing it before the battle round, after the setup, but before the battle round starts. So you, it's very flexible. You can use the Anvils' ability to shoot in your hero phase. Then you can shoot yeah. in your shooting phase. You get a double tap. Um, I think it's super good. Um, and his sanction ability is 4 plus D3 mortal wounds to an enemy wizard within 7. Yeah. So. so it's okay. So he could he could poke stuff later on, um, but I I personally think that's a pretty um, pretty decent formation if you were playing a storm yeah, storm host. You want to be pushing towards being low to make the most of that, right? Yeah. Low drops. I mean, yeah. You you could take that with another one of the formations basically and have your whole army as a two. Drop. I think that's. I think. I think that's a good that. idea. I think if uh, you're yeah. going to do it, it's a lot of points. You're going to end up spending around 300 points, but it's that's not too dissimilar to the Mega 3 formation crazy mm. one that's been going around a little bit at the moment. So, like, it's a strong ability. The, um, if you use the... You could actually have a Stormkeep Patrol and Ven Breck's arm thing, Black Watch, and do it with the whole army. Yeah. 
tone. So I'd, I quite like that fabric thing. I think that does sound really cool. I think that's what I'd be leaning if I was doing. Plus, you only have to paint 1,700 points of an army, though. And uh, yeah. Judicate is a battle line, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, in Stormcast. So, in Stormcast, yeah, which you would they, be still wouldn't you? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could basically take Venbrek's Black Watch and the Stormkeep Patrol, and you get two Lord Veritans, two Griffhound units, and then you could go for like um, a Redeemer unit, uh, and then well, you just take two Justicar units, wouldn't you? Then you one of those yeah. could be Long Strikes. Or something, or hurricane yeah. crossbows. Then you could take two judicators and then an, a castigator unit. Your whole army redeploys nine away from the enemy. Your anvils are held and hammer anyway, and then you get to shoot. Um, so you just take all hurricanes. When you just take hurricane judicators, hurricane crossbows in yeah. the Jesticar units, and then just roll thousands of dice of people. And just take big so, units. Like you just spend yeah. all your points on those units. Just your three battle lines, your two heroes. Um, then you whether or not you got there's probably an artifact or something that will help buff your shooting or some way or getting extra i mean it gives you two extra command points right so and the anvils do one more drop yeah if you want to do one more drop as well you can put an azeros in there or something just like make sure that there's a really high likelihood of your Mm. stuff hitting but i think if you think about that you you're going to start the game with three command points and anvils, you can spend it on three separate units to shoot. So that means you, in the first turn, you're shooting with three units. Then you're having your go, and you're shooting with the whole army. And you can yeah. one of the units is a redeemer unit. Is a redeemers are their... secretaries or judicators or judicators? Redeemers. No, no, redeemers are liberators, and right. uh, justicars are all shooting. Redeemers yeah, yeah. are the so you could yeah. take one of the units you have. You could take. You could actually take a massive unit of um, liberators, and then you yeah. could because they're in that formation because you're in stormkeep. You you get to um, you could pick a friend. Your liberator unit did not move, so they haven't moved because you teleported them, and they stand in a line yeah. in front of your guns. And you can add one to hit rolls and save rolls, so they become a wall of liberators that sit in front of your army. Or if yeah. you want to be aggressive, you could move and charge because you, you're you nine away. You move and charge their army and pin them in place while your guns just shoot shoot the heck out of them. Yeah, I think that's a, like, that's a cool army. That's Yeah. Like the bolts forms are really good as well, like just for the amount of shots, like three shots per judicator, threes and fours. Um you know, with those bolt strong crossbows on the judicator unit, um, roll a die. One in every five can take the mortal wound one, which is roll under the meta models in the unit, and they take D three mortals, and that's an eighteen inch range as well. So you can pump out loads of attacks plus like D three mortal wounds per t- two D three mortal wounds per ten if you roll under the meta models in the unit. Plus, you get to um, play with um, Kaiser Van Brecht, so even more interesting. Yeah. Right? So uh, got a bit excitable then. So yeah, that's yeah. what we think. And you've got the Griffhounds, which I believe if they drop near you you can shoot in response yeah so you've got two griffhound units as well cool and also there's fast moving crap a lot of the time when you take a formation it's only got the necessaries in it like we said with the harpies it's nice to get to include some crappy things without having to <laughs> drops they're your objective scores right whilst you're there yeah. like they're the ones like darting around getting the objectives Dying. (laughs) Just a screen, aren't they? Just another layer of stuff people have to get past. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm, I like that. Right. 
I think what we'll do is we'll take a little break, come back, and then we'll talk about the IDNF changes. This time. Cool. <laughs> exactly. Want more Facehammer content? Then head over to YouTube and check out Facehammer TV. We've got lots more videos on there and lots more Warhammer Age of Sigmar content. So if you want to see some of the painting that we've done, make sure you go over and check it out. If you want to be part of our wider community, then we've got a Discord server for like-minded people who love AOS. The link to our Discord is in our profile on Twitter. It's also on our website and on our YouTube page. So make sure you click there and join the community to get involved. And we are back. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the changes to Eidnef Deepkin. So uh, quite a lot in here in the, the Broken Realms Marathi book, which uh, adds to the, the Deepkin army. That's uh, just super exciting if you're an Eidnef player. And yeah. like variety. Yeah. If you don't Long want to just have eels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of that mighty bush thing where he's just there going, eels, eels. <laughs> like the polo man. It's... It's got the big polo mint on his face. You know what I'm talking about. I am, uh, yeah, no, I think it's cool. I do like the, the idea of like putting Alapexes in there and Leviadans as well. Like They do seem like me and They're you were talking about the other day, the turtles. I four of them, like, name them after your, your favourite. Teenage <laughs> the Donatello Pur- purple one, red one, orange one. Oh, don't oh one. guys, yeah. don't tempt me. Great idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm already skipping the rules and I'm going to their points. Like, I'm just like, how <laughs> many can I get? In? Can I get them in? Could you get Splinter in as an ally? I mean, you can't ally Skaven in. Yeah, you, but, you can't. Yeah. But you can convert one up, Barn. You already converted one, like right? Use that as the Eidolon. Use a converted uh, yeah. vermin lord converted as the Eidolon rat. and say it's Splinter. Splinter ascendant. I went for Byron to do a a, a drybrush uh, uh, deepkin army as well. Like get yourself oh, get good. some like really funky yeah. bright drybrush in. So thirteen hundred and sixty points for four of them. Yeah. Struggle to get much else in. <laughs> Just pick your favourite uh, turtle then. What's the problem? What's the problem there? Uh, I'll I'll turtles, mate. Yeah. yeah. So um, you, we should talk about the rules a little bit. So uh, yeah, probably are, don't we? Yeah. So we get the Idenf Deepkin mount trait. So quite interesting. So if it includes any heroes on a deep mare, one of them could have a deep mare mount trait. Um, you can choose yeah. it. And if you have any Leviadons, one can have a Leviadon. And you can get one extra Leviadon or hero to have a mount trait for each battalion. Uh, and you can't have more than one on the same model, and you can't take the same one more than once. So, But you're only ever taking one hero on a Deep Mare and one Leviadon anyway, really. So I don't think it's... Four. I mean, let's... You just said four. Four, okay. What's this negativity? <laughs> Okay, maybe I would cap at three because there's only three mountain chains. Yeah. Okay, you can't. You wouldn't be able to give. You need a. You need like two formations. Yeah, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have three tens of thrills and four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do they do? Um, cool. So you get on the deep mare. You get one which is swift fin impaler. So when he charges, basically, if you roll a dice, you roll a six. It does d six instead of d three. I think it normally does it on a cool. two plus. Um, yeah, you never it never does it on a two plus. You always roll a one. Yeah, always. I've played. I've played always yeah, juggernauts. I know what it's like. Um, yeah. So you've got savage ferocity. So add one to the attacks of this fanged more talons and its tail. So that's pretty good. Good. That'd be quite good. Now, are these correct if I'm wrong? But deep mare traits mean that it's a, a hero, so you can give these to Volturnus. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. restricted by special characters. I've just read number yeah. three, though, yeah. so let's not talk about anything else. <laughs> so track one from hit rolls for attacks made by enemy models that were within three of this model. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. So yes, please. Protonus, Protonus is now minus one to hit. <laughs> it's not even it's not even him. It's if you're within three and you're hitting anything, you're minus one to hit. Throw up your debuff piece, that's wicked. That's yeah. good. The second one is good as well though, in, in terms of like yeah. reliable damage output, that's great. Um well, the I'll first just one double checking just... the amount of attacks that they've got like as well. So you've got like three attacks with the, the jaws and talons at Ren one damage one, which is good. Um and also then it's got three attacks. Um uh, damage to no rend so like it's just getting out you can it's a lot of medium quality attacks yeah. yeah the first one i wouldn't consider um which may sound a bit weird to some people but the difference between d3 and d6 reliability is not as much as you would think no like, it really isn't if that said 2d3 would be having a completely different discussion but um yeah i wouldn't even bother considering that one no it's void i think void chill is the go-to yeah. yeah it's cool as sounding as well yeah <laughs> there we go. Um, and then the Leviathan ones, um, can't really look past the first one of Ancient. Um, yeah. So if the weapon used for attack targets, this model has a rend characteristic of minus one, change the rend characteristic to nothing. We know oh, that's good. So, it's so good. Especially better with that. And you see that you do more scroll. When you see the scroll. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... um, Okay. So <laughs> yeah. then you've got the Denizens of the Darkest Depths, so add one to number of mortal wounds inflicted. Um, by its crushing charge ability, um, which is still, which is a better name as well. Isn't yeah, it? Well, it means you'll always inflict one more wound if you roll a one. Boring. All right. <laughs> um, and then you've got the reverberating carapace, which increases its void drum from twelve to fifteen, which is quite which a I good buff because it's plus yeah. one to hit on the Marty and plus one to save on pretty much everything else. Oh, it's a big base already, so. Yeah, so not too bad. If you can take a second one, then yeah. If you're not, if you don't want your two up save, ignore end one turtle. Then you <laughs> then, then you go for the uh, the void drum. Yeah, I guess these are one. We'll we'll yeah, uh, we'll readdress these when we go to the scroll. I guess because that'll <laughs> that'll make things more apparent. So speaking yeah. of scroll, now what I've done is I've actually got the. Um, if I can actually get this to work. Oh, um, Even like blank as often have old scroll versus new scroll. Yeah, oh, I've just put this in the wrong way around. There we go. So the old scroll for the Alapexes and um, cool. the so and then the, the current. So the new one. So they've obviously changed the shark scroll um, and pretty good. I mean, basically just made it better. Um so you in the old scroll was movement twelve. The new one is movement fourteen. Um, the harpoon was twenty four inch range, three attacks, freeze, freeze, no render on damage. It's now got four shots and it's got rend. Um, yeah, it's 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 a little bit better. Uh, the net launch is eighteen inches, one shot, freeze, freeze, no rend, free damage. And in the old rules, it is exactly the same. But there is a change to that, which is important. Um, so the entangled rule. A unit that has been hit by any attacks made by a net launcher cannot pile in. Ooh, which is brilliant. So, yeah. Amazing in Yeah. Because you've got all those little ovals that can like point at the edge of a unit and just stop the unit yeah. piling in. Can you buff its hit roll? Uh well, 
I don't think so, but you could have multiple and it's on a free. Yeah. So it's, you yeah. don't have to do yeah. damage. You don't have to kill anything. You just yeah. got to hit. Take them in units, though, don't you? Take them in yeah. units of three. Like Alapexes, Yeah, that's pretty reliable. I mean, I, um, if you've yeah. got three Alapexes, you could basically guarantee it, but you could also, like, after hit that unit, they can't pile in. I hit this unit, they can't pile in. I hit this unit, they can't pile in. All the eels going on the sides, and now your your whole army is, like, static. Oh, yeah. And it's just... I mean, but even... Even the sharks going in though, the sharks now are like the damage output they've got is pretty. I mean, it's not it's not the same as a unit of nine eels, but it's still it's much more appealing, I think, now to take. Yeah. So speaking of which, so they had they've got six attacks, freeze, freeze, no render one damage, and three attacks, freeze, freeze, rend two damage two. And the old rules they had more attacks and and like they had one bite and it was they had fins, yeah. but it probably works out about the same. Uh, I would say in terms yeah. of their melee ability, um, they roll less dice, which is always nice um, when you try to speed things up. Uh, Bloodthirsty Predators rule is better now. So what it used to be yeah. is um, it used to be at the start of your charge phase, if it's within 12 enemy models that have been allocated any wounds, you can reroll charge rolls. Now it's add one to the tax of its bites if it's within three of any enemy models that have wounds allocated to them, or it's within three of any enemy units that have had any models slain this turn. So you can reliable. Sh- shoot a unit, or you know, there's a wounded model, you're getting plus one attack. It's pretty good, right? Because the bite yeah. is freeze, freeze, rend two, damage two, three attacks. So. And if you put in, like, you know, you got to think, if you're taking a unit of two or three, if you do two and you're getting th- through those, because you're going to take, I think you take the net launcher. I mean, yeah. you can take multiples, can't you? You take one net, two net, if you take three, two net launchers and one doing rend one, damage one. So then you've got the the reliability of those extra shots at rend one to make sure that something dies so that when the sharks go in then, they have a, I mean, if you're lucky and you put through the net launcher, you've got the damage three, which is going to do do you well anyway. But it just means that then when those sharks go in, if you have three of them going into a damaged unit, you know, it's going to be a lot of attacks. I, a lot of attacks. There, but just and if net. they're not piling in, you could be an absolute knobhead. Like, like this, is, this is true blue knobhead, like through and through. The nets are so good. Like, that is I, disgusting. Yeah. I mean, games um, are won with pilings. I think they're 100 points at the moment, but I think they've gone up to 130. Is that right in the new book? I'll tell you. Uh, they are Alapex's 110 points. It's a 10 point increase. Pretty good. Pay that for yeah. me. 110 points, though. When you think it's like it's a four up save, eight wound, move 14 model that is pretty fighty. And you're gonna tag it on the end of units because, like, they don't oh, degrade with the amount of attacks. Yeah, I think, and like, hopefully, we'll see them on the table because those shark models are sick. There's a quite a cool formation that uses a turtle and alapexes and eels, which I, I yeah. think you'll see. Um, it's Byron's army when he does his new army. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna be sticking any deepkin models on the back of mine, but as far as the wonderful Sea World extravagance goes, you could just use yeah. those walls with your like elves on them and say the alapexes cloaks, mate. It's an elf with a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> the cloak hides their fins and make games the workshop are crying because they've done all these nice models and Byron just uses his walls. For it. <laughs> uh, they, they tend to knock it out of the park. they tend to knock it out of the park whenever they copy nature and I love the sharks and the turtles. Yeah, yeah. Um, you so, build a spider for us. Yeah, well, I I am tempted. Um, so, Idlin of Maflan 
aspect to the storm. Yeah. So uh, new war scroll for the Eidolons as well, which is much, much appreciated. So obviously free up armor save in 12. I believe they are exactly the same profile-wise. Uh, 12, 12, yeah, they look... 3. Yeah, they're exactly the same. Because I played a lot with the storm, didn't I, back in the day, back when they first came out, and it looks... Yeah, uh, so the, base... the scroll looks a lot less busy when you look at it on the page. I don't know if that's just because... Mm, no, it's probably a little bit more, but I think the, it just... Yeah, it's, it's they are a little bit more because they've got a bit more abilities. So, th- basically, the stats wise, exactly the same. The different the difference yeah. is its ability. So, um, you still got the heal D three if it makes a charge, um, and you get to add one to its attacks and damage if um, with spear if he made a charge and he could retreat and charge, which he still had before. Um, but, cool. um, the extra the ability though is now as well, isn't it? As opposed yeah. to it was before, like you know. So you can't so, put sword of the anti-heroes, whatever it was that people used to do and on the fish. Um, yeah, so, um, the fish of death. <laughs> and then, fish of six more wounds. Yes, carry on. And then you've got the drench with hate. So add one to wound yeah. rolls for attacks made by Iden if Deep Canyon's whole even 18 of any friendly models with this ability. So yeah. plus one to wound on your army. Pretty strong. Yeah. Um, was that reroll ones or was that, was that a different one uh, before? Is it exactly the same? I don't think he had it before. So I don't. He, remember oh, he that. did. He had reroll wound rolls of one. There you go. Within that. Yeah, that was it. I thought it was reroll. You can tell I played with it a lot. It was reroll wound rolls of one. But that's. I think that's better. Add one, you know. Yeah. yeah, your sharks are going in. Wind, uh, winded on twos, mm-hmm. or your yeah, eels, winded on twos. And um, if you're using the Marty, you can get a hit buff as well from the turtle and a wound buff from this guy. So, oh yeah, it makes thralls like because they're quite uh, like underrated. Whereas I think units mm. of tens of thralls are really good if you're getting like plus on the hit, plus on the wound, and their damage. Like they've got all those extra rules that come with sort of like if it's got extra wounds uh, and like you know, or that'll be quite good. Like synergizes quite nicely. Also, the moment you've got a buff, um, rather than reroll ones, like there, there's another way to get reroll ones in the game, anyway. And this dude is a hero, so if you've got CPs around, you could be choosing to reroll your hits or your wounds of one anyway. So the moment that you can make something twos, uh, ideally threes is still good instead of fours, you can get some like ridiculous levels of reliability on your wound rolls. There, if you sent some sharks in and they're hitting on uh, twos and then wounding on twos, rerolling ones or something like that, that's ridiculous yeah and then there's uh, pulled into the depths isn't there which is um, you basically get to I think it's exactly the same so uh, plus one to wound a hero is that it uh, uh, it used to be subtract one from hit rolls for that hero for the rest of the combat phase if you you pick a model basically, but now it's yeah. Start the combat phase, pick one enemy here of wounds characters eight or less, which within three of the model, add one to hit rolls for attacks made by this model. Um, yeah, so it just means you can go in and spike a hero, a little hero on your spear, yeah, because it's your twos, twos, you know, run two damage, three, four attacks, yep, and probably the. Legit. One of the abilities which is very good is uh, the new one, which is Storm Shot, which basically gives you a five-up bounce save on your Eidolon. Yeah, that's a really big deal. You've only got 12 wounds, so that's um, that counts for a lot. And that's a pretty... Suddenly, that absolutely jumps the model. Like, 12 wounds, three-up save is, like, solid-ish, but adding a five-up to that is just such a big deal. What was his point before uh, in the handbook? Because he's 330 now, isn't he? Uh, his points were, I actually have this up, he's with 380 
for the C and 360 for the Storm. So he's so he dropped 30 points. Well, he's dropped 30 oh. points and got better. So yeah, that, that's one hell of a trip to Matalan that he's done, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for people in America, that's a convenience It's store. a budget clothing store yeah. that you can buy from the UK. Where um, you can go get your a... Storm Show cloak from if you want to. That was successful for him. <laughs> Matalan. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm here to add tactical insight. <laughs> so the the other Matalan shopper is the aspect of the sea. Um, yeah, he got ripped off. His hat looks stupid. Yeah, we don't see this one that much uh, on the table, which is hopefully the changes here will make a difference, and I, I think you will. We don't see. Either, Let's find out because they're, yeah. right? they're not eels. They're not eels or I, I guess I used to play with the storm, didn't I? Quite a lot. So mm. my army was eels and like the storm in there um so and it's i love the model so it, it's nice to see them get a, a, a much needed buff so yeah yeah i do apologize for people seeing me flip between the two scrolls but i'm trying to see the changes so um so basically the um this profile is that the same yeah um, obviously the big difference is you've still got the five up bounce which is on yeah. this one as well Wait. um so what I quite like this is you can re-roll casting, dispelling, unbinding. Um, and if you don't re-roll any casting dis or dispelling rolls, you can heal D3 wounds. I think it used to just be casting rolls. That's a great ability. Um, I yeah, can't remember. It was just casting rolls, dormant energy. Yeah. Um, so you've got Tranquility of the Abyss, add free to bravery of friendly Eidneth while they're holding within 18. And the old scroll... I believe was was a shorter range. Um, Three is a significant buff. Which when you got um, small units as well, everyone knows how painful it is to know that like your unit on a roll of a five or a six is going to lose two more models when it's an elite unit. Like that hurts a lot. Yeah, and then obviously you've got the um, the. Magic, so two spells, uh, and bind two, and it's got Cloying Mist and Tsunami of Terror. So uh, Cloying Mist has a casting value of six. Uh, pick an Iden of Deacon unit or an enemy unit within 12. If you picked Iden F, they heal D3. If you picked an enemy, they suffer D3. Um, then Tsunami of Terror. Um, Which is if, a good one, right? Yeah, so pick D6 enemy units within 12. Uh, and two are next hero face, subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by those units and subtract one from the bravery of those units. So, so they, they're basically the same, aren't they? The, the spells haven't changed. They um, were both great you, anyway. It's just he didn't see yeah. the model. He wasn't quite worth think, it. But they're very flexible, extremely flexible, think, like a proper utility piece. So like D3 units, sorry, D6 units at minus one to hit is good. You got a mount trait that combos nicely as well with that now. So that's minus two. If, yeah. if you stand one guy, obviously it doesn't affect units within um, three of the person with the minus one to hit. Is models within three of the minus one yeah. to hit. But still, minus two to hit on a big gribbly is enough to basically completely blunt in its attacks. Yeah, um, and she's had a big drop in points as well, or he, or you know, the the, the actual the Leviathan yeah. of aspect of the sea. Because um, like, was it three eighty? You said initially the points. Um. Yeah, I think three eighty on, and now she's down to three thirty. Yeah, oh, so fifty point drop. Get the extra back save and the reroll to unbind, which I I think that's the that's the really strong thing, especially in the yeah. magic matter. That's 
re-rolling and bind rolls is is so good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see like I nephilists like that are not. I mean, <laughs> you're still going to take eels because of like the, the yeah. maneuverability and stuff. But I do think at that points level, it makes them much more attractive, and you feel like you're not hamstringing yourself by taking them now if you wanted to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, I I completely agree with that assessment. It's I really was, nice to see. I was thinking like aesthetically what I'd like and I'd define me to look like if I was playing with it and I would have Storm, I would have a a small deep mare guy, a turtle, yeah. some sharks and some eels and you know, Soul Scryer basically. Oh. And some side so like that you put like two units of thralls in that as well i think yeah because i really like the the thrall models like they're quite nice to put together um as well so it'd be nice to see those and i think they do like well like segueing on to the leviathan like it's quite nice because they do get a buff with the leviathan which is good low model count army that can still compete which i'm i'm always a huge fan of within the yeah. game yeah the leviathan is um is super good i think like the big winner i think for leviathan maybe but yeah, I mean, it, it has had a cha- profile change, quite a significant one. So um, yeah. it used to have a movement of 12, which degraded. Now it's just got a flat 10 that doesn't get worse. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest thing is the change to the save. So it used to have a three-up armor save. Now it's got a two-up save, which degrades. Yeah. So once it's taken eight, nine wounds, it goes to a three-up. Once it's taken 12 wounds, it goes to a four-up. And when it's had 15, it goes to a five-up. When it's got one wound left, it's on a five-up save. So it's... But Do you have a way to heal wounds in the army, just as a question? Yes, The aspect you do. of the uh, C can heal D3 wounds. Oh, well, that's convenient, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So he can heal his turtles. So Splinter can so, be healing his Donatello. Yeah, his turtle. Yeah. Um, so... Um, yeah, still got 16 wounds. Uh, it's got the um, razor shell harpoon launchers, so 24 inch range, eight attacks, freeze, freeze, run one, damage one. Because that's changed, hasn't it? Because that used to be six attacks, no rend. It used rend. to be three attacks, freeze, freeze, Did no it? rend, one damage. And I think the scroll said it was armed with two. Yeah. And then I think was they it. FAQ'd it to be six. So yeah, you might be right, but it's got an extra shot, yeah. basically, uh, per cool. launcher, so it's eight. Um. Yeah. And the rend on it as well is quite. It makes it more reliable shooting because yeah. I felt like I never didn't have that that reach out and touch thing, which is nice. Yeah, it's a shame that the Namati scrolls didn't get updated as well because I think they could do with a little bit of an update. Uh, particularly it's a book, the book then, though, isn't it? Like if you if you, oh, have, yeah. you if you update the the, the Namati, that's the book because that's nothing left. Um, <laughs> no, there's plenty left in the book. You're not not touching. I I, right. I actually think that the. The the Namarty Reavers, not the Thralls, are the most undersung. I look at you look at them on paper and you think they're rubbish, and then you play with them and you're like, they can run and shoot. They're really fast. They'd like move nine, eight, um, and on oh, yeah. eight, sorry, yeah, and on turn three, like they get to shoot three times, and it's just like such a high volume of attacks for something that's really that you mostly ignore because you're trying to kill the eels. Um, they're the things that like skirt around the back and score the objectives and just shoot all of the attacks. Um, you know, on that turn three, I think they are. How many did you have uh, in your army, Les? I never had any of them, <laughs> but I do think they're good. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say a certain deep kin player that I will not name in the UK tournament scene utilised them very well. Yeah, you don't, I'm not saying his name. Don't give Tinsdale any credit. We don't want it. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So. Um, then obviously, like you, you some changes to the attack. So um, yeah. you used to get like some random 
attacks, yeah. the, which was the spears and harpoons were separate. They're now just one profile. Six attacks, yeah. freeze, freeze, no rend one damage. The fins, uh, you've got four attacks, twos, freeze, rend one, damage four, which drops down as it gets hurt, but it'll stay at damage four for quite a while. It used to be, um, I believe, damage three. Uh, and used to degrade a lot quicker because it was like up to three wounds suffered, you would start degrading. Whereas the new Levidon, you have to take nine wounds before you get any worse. And with a two-up yes. save, that's going to be quite tricky to do. Um, and then the Jaws, again, it, the hit roll gets worse, but it's two attacks, um, twos, twos, rend two, damage three. And if you roll a, I think a six. Six, three yeah. mortal wounds. Unless it's a monster, then it's... Um, six mortal wounds because it All used right. to be D- one attack with d6 wounds didn't it whereas now it's two attacks doing three yeah it used damage to yeah one attack with d yeah so it's a lot better um and also the jaws yeah. of death was um was six mortal wounds but you could still do six but you could also do 12 against a monster if you got particularly lucky um yeah plus you you basically able to buff its um its its attacks and stuff anyway so it's kind of you might get there. Um, yeah. So it's also got a crushing charge ability that when you charge or a dice on a 2 plus D3, um, if it has a wounds characteristic of 1, it takes D6 mortal wounds. So better against little things. Cool. Which I don't think it had before. It didn't have a mortal wound on the charge. I couldn't, no. I can't remember. I'd never played with it but in the old rules, but I'm just remembering from the times I've played against it. That's all. I'm- that type of ability adds up. Like the more you have of something like that in an army, the better it gets. And obviously, we've we've been memeing eels, um, but they have the ability to mortal wounds. So mm-hmm. it just appearing in multiple places in an army really has a lot of strength. Like it, it... That damage on the charge is always good, right? Because it's, oh, it's outside well, mortals, of yeah. the um, outside of was... the combat phase and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I was just checking the mate trait for it as well. So it's kind of like it just it does one mortal wound anyway, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. So it's. It's like add one to the number of mortal wounds inflicted on enemy units by the model's crushing charge ability. This means it will flick one mortal wound on an enemy unit on a roll of a one. No, so still on that. No. You're not taking that. It's red. It's, it's, it's two plus saving one. one, one. Yeah. It's, it's ignore every red day one. Yeah. Every day of the week. So let's not yeah. pretend. Um, yeah. Might as well be honest. War scroll. <laughs> void, <laughs> void drum. Add one to save rolls for attacks at target for any Idenf deep can units have a wound characteristic eight or less, whole even twelve of any Leviadons. In addition, add one to hit rolls for attacks made by Namati units that are whole even twelve. Now How many wounds is a shark? Eight. So it affects everything oh, apart cool. from Idlons and Leviadons, basically. Yeah. What I like about this, um one, you can buff your Namati Reavers, is that what they're called, the bow guys? Yeah, the, the bow the guys, shooting. Yeah. Um, You can also, um, you get plus one cover in the first battle round, which is, but this isn't cover, this is a save. So it used to give you cover. So now yeah. it doesn't give you cover, it just gives you a plus one. So wow. cover and plus one is plus two. So um, <sighs> That's a big deal. That's huge. Your Namati would have a free up save on the first battle round. Like stood out in the open, like because they got a five Whoa. up normally. Uh, yeah, your eels would be on like a two up because they've got yeah because they're four, four ups, up normally. Right? Um, yeah, so you're like, well, the turtle, it, and not only has it got a two up as well, it's just very very good. Um, it gives the ability to give your opponent the first turn for lols quite nicely, doesn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah. I always think Deakin the best when they're played patiently rather than I'm going to try an alpha strike, strike. take first turn and alpha strike because the eels being able so fast to be able to come from wherever they want with the damage output they can deliver, the longer you hold off before you deliver it, the more turns the opponent has to play play in a weird way, creating circles and, and dead zones. Yeah. Because it's not I've played Deacon players, they just first turn, they're all in on you, and you're like, cool, I don't have to worry about it anymore, and I just play a normal game. Whereas yeah. if yeah. you keep the units and you drip feed them and you do it in waves, pun intended, um, mm-hmm. then actually just put one unit in, keep the other two units back. Even if they're not even if they're not off the table, but they're just far away, they're like moving eighteen, aren't they? I mean it's like ridiculous. Yeah, and then you get run and charge in the second battle round and, and yeah. Yeah, they're, first six, they're the sixteen, third. aren't they? And your shark just got fast as well, which is not unhelpful. So Yeah. Yeah, I think as well like it gives you the option to build a castle around the Leviathan as well. So you like you can have like your Namarty your thralls there next to the Leviathan, making it really good on that first turn, backed up with the Reavers for the shooting, and then you're you're playing that sort of like that interference role that go around the edge of it whilst your castle moves forward with its relatively good save um you know you're the marty on a fort save if they're in range of the leviathan anyway and they're they're hitting on twos i believe like because thralls hit on threes um and then your bow guys hit on threes instead of fours so like when you're within that nine inch range and they're shooting three times mm-hmm. like you know hitting on threes with big units is just death by phase and cuts um Plus, you've got the shooting from the Leviathan as well, and like the sharks. So I think it it can it allows you to change the look of the army and make it interesting and play a different way. If you didn't want to go all in on eels, I could see very like, MSU Elfy in feel, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I think I could see an army now with a turtle, with some thralls, with some reavers, some sharks, some stuff like around the edges of it, depending on the points. Um, and it wouldn't feel like you're a sacrifice. I mean, you'd be giving up the competitive build, which is mostly eels, but I think it would allow you to play a different style of Ideneth Deep Konami, which I think a lot of people have been, you know, craving at the moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing... All these changes are positive, right? They're all buffs in a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Points haven't really gone up. They've gone down in some cases. Leviden now is 330, is it, in the the new book? I haven't got it in front of me, so... I'll get the I'll get the points up. Uh, uh, yeah, Leviden's three forty. Three forty, so. and I think at the moment it's three ten. So it's a thirty point increase, but I would pay that for the changes. I mean, yeah. two up save yeah. only getting worse once you've taken nine wounds. I mean, if you yeah. had an eight wound model with a two up save, ignore rend one. It's pretty hard to get rid of, right? Yeah, yeah, you can get that reroll ones on it easy as well, can't you? <laughs> so it's yeah. just if you haven't got any rend, Plus, you're laughing. Beautiful model, right? So who doesn't want yeah. to paint it's- a big turtle? And yeah, I'd love to see it on the table. Like I've, just, I've only ever played one. Like, There's I think. a cool formation. I actually played a game against um, Paul Marshall, say, and he used this. And I think I played another guy who had it, and I can't remember his name, so I apologise. Wasn't you... it Six Nations you played? Uh, I did, uh, but he didn't have the the turtle and stuff. But he was didn't he? Okay. he was a stand-in, and he used someone else's army. So and and he played. I did. Uh, we did when I recorded the show on it. We did shout him out, but he played yeah. in Deakin in probably the best way that anyone's ever played them against me when they drip fed and used the movement and come in piecemeal and committed in one yeah. place only until turn three and then was like well now I'm on the objectives it's turn three if you charge me I'll fight you first and so he was he played it very very well most people I've played with Idenf have not played it particularly as well as I thought they could have um I remember you coming away from it it's like being like excited for Idenf because you saw a completely different style of game after yeah. playing that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like I, to be honest they're an army that I've, I've sort of 
liked and not liked and, and what's, from, this... like, what's not liked to like about evil elves on sea creatures exactly there's uh, well that's the thing it's like i think we're obviously me and russ have talked about the um the background quite a bit and like they are really not nice um when you read what they're like in the background yeah. um and i think they're quite bright and i do like the end of the sea brightness that gw have done with their paint scheme but i think they really lend themselves to like that really dark right. grim dark style like can you imagine mm-hmm. sort of like white sort of like eels where they've just not been seen sunlight so they don't have any sort of referenceable yeah. pale and stuff Dead like eyes. that with like yeah angler like, anglerfish should be the yeah the, like the typical example of, of something like, properly um, osl and and dark sort of blood rain blacks. blood rain the mace yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. yeah i mean i i there was a there was one of the entries in the face on a worldwide which was a, a oh. sort of semi-grim dark um army which was really nice but um dire Durem, isn't it? Diodrem, the yeah. guy who did the uh, Tactus conversion. Yeah, that's him. So the Achillean core is the formation I was thinking of. So it's Leviathan, two units of Achillean guard, and one, two units of Alapexes. Yeah. And um, once per phase, you can reroll one hit, wound, save, run, or charge roll for one or more unit for this battalion, Holy than 12 of the Leviathan. So it's, it's good. Although it's not particularly amazing. The fact that you could have an army that slots into there and they're all good war scrolls now. Um, You could have your entire army pretty much without your king on deep mare or whatever as separate drops. So you could get an easily a two, three, four drop army depending on how many heroes you wanted. I think the aspect of the storm is very good now because of that that buff, that that drenched in hatred. Cool name, cool model. I think I'd definitely, if I was doing an army aesthetically, I'd want him, a turtle, some snake, some sharks some eels some namati and a couple of characters and it would look very good and it would be very balanced but i think yeah. it would actually be effective on the table and there's a lot of play around formations and different things you could do so big fan of these changes i, I must admit yeah. and, and also there's no um obviously enclaves in there there's no enclave so you can then factor that in like most people always take domhain or thuthan yeah. um, and flip the tides but there's obviously there's different like I think if you're leaning into the Leviathan and the Alapexes and stuff like that, you can then use the different enclaves. I mean, I think maybe this is probably another show where we can look into that because it seems like yeah. we're quite excited about it. I so, wanted to yeah. I wanted to write a few lists and do some Deepkin armies, um, but I haven't had time because we read the yeah. lore and getting the lore show and getting this prep. So I think yeah. probably a follow-up show will be a Deepkin showcase with these changes with some different... But one, yeah. of, the, one of the Deepkin armies that... I've really enjoyed like the kind of the look of and wanted to lean into is the Morphan. I just had to yeah. check the name uh, because they basically work around the soul renders and Namati and Heeding extra models. Oh yeah, because they're bringing the models back, aren't they? Did, did we play yeah. test that or did we? Yeah, I think we went it back in the day when I yeah. played. I played against an army like that mm-hmm. once a long time yeah. ago, and it was surprisingly good. It felt, felt like vampires under the well, sea. One of the things that I like is it you get a spell, um, which is called Freezing Mist, which yeah. is um, pick an enemy within 12 of the caster until your next hero phase. You can only move one inch when it piles in, and any abilities that increase its piling are ignored. So... Uh. With that and the nets and Shoot. using the aspect of the sea, and then because the the drum now buffs your Namati and you can give yeah. them sort of extra save from the drum, but also the extra to hit, and you've got the soul renders returning like six models a turn. Into yeah, because the they just return, don't they? They don't they, do the D3, you get a bonus, they just return. You get a bonus free. Yeah. So it's a bonus free on top of um, your, 
the what they do normally, which I think is D three. But I think yeah. then one of the things is you get six if you um there's another thing that gives you your flat three as well. So basically it's like you can get oh, six that's like- flat. So you have 30 thralls that are like um, additional attacks on low low wound model units or plus one damage on high wound model mm-hmm. units next to your Leviathan hitting on th- like twos mm-hmm. with an additional save. Yep. Yep. And yeah, if you, that's, if that's you had cool. the um, aspect of the storm, you'd be wounded on twos as well. Because yeah. you get plus one to wound. So you'd be twos and twos with rend three attacks. Yeah. You can get them to three attacks a model. Uh, yeah, it depends on the wound characteristic of what they're fighting, doesn't yeah, it? It's yeah, like yeah. plus one attack for the lower yeah, wound models and plus one damage for the higher wound. Or their damage to yeah, yeah, two attacks. So it's I think the um the, I think there's a cool looking list there. Um around two big units of thirty thralls, um backed up by piling shenanigans from sharks and void drums. So um yeah. I, I will write a couple lists. Um I haven't had time to sit down and math it out. Um we we do a show on it properly, we'll, I think we'll do where a, we we'll we do a show because I think I think there's there's a lot. But we haven't got to the end of the Deepkin stuff in this book yet. So we are Sorry, yeah, that's a tangent. To... So um <laughs> thanks for sticking another with formation. Us. Um Blood <laughs> Surf Hunt. So this is um uh, King Siphus Nemetar of Priam. Uh, he is yeah. the right hand and royal huntmaster of Hiking Volturnus. So um, you get the Alakine King and one to two units of Alapexes. So the King is a Could- unique character. Yeah. Um, because you have to take Iarach, isn't it? Is that the his? Battalion? Yeah, this is this is the weird thing. Um, so you you have to be in the um, Iron Rack. Ca- Ironrock Enclave, which is the one that allows yeah. your allies to benefit from the tides. Um, so I just, I did look at it because I was thinking, oh, I wonder what they're like because maybe they're good and with the changes. So your Forminators that uh, have to be shot in cover on the first turn as allies. Yes, 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 yes. So basically you're, <laughs> you're getting all that, all that stuff. But actually... The, the 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 sort of the perverse part of me was thinking you could ally daughters of Cain units because it goes completely against the uh, sorry, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the story uh, just because I like I like to break it but no um, so you get to add one to casting and unbind for wizards so useful yeah. um, especially you also, if you're getting to re-roll yeah well yeah if you've got an aspect to the sea definitely uh, then the other trait is that you um, yeah. Uh, allied units are treated as having the um, Tides of Death battle trait and can use abilities for the Tides of Death table. So they're the two things they get. There's something to do with a formation, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool. Um, so you get Deadly Guardian's ability. So add one to hit rolls for attacks made by the Barbed Hooks and Blades by Alapex units that are hold within 12 of the King. Um, in addition, roll of those three allocated wound or mortal wound to the King. Uh, if it's with a three of an Alapex on two plus, you allocate it to the Alapex to the king. Um, and if he is the army general, uh, he or he, if Namat is your army's general, he has the Lord of Storm and Sea command trait from Battle Tome Eidneth Deepkin. Which I have no idea what that does. I am just, I'm on it. I'm on it. I did look at it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to look at it now. You get to throw two swordfish at your opponent. So uh, that's actually like, you can even have two like, to just... bravery. Okay. With friendly Eidneth units within 12. So they are quite low bravery, other than the aspects from what yeah. like, you know. With um, with one of the aspects in there, you could be plus five to bravery, which yeah. is like aspect basically means a battle shock. <laughs> yeah, I I personally think that Iron Rock are probably one of the weaker 
um, what they called enclaves. Enclaves, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and the I think that the battalion is quite small. Two hundred and thirty um, points. That's not worth it. And, I don't think. Yeah, I think as well, particularly when like the Namati corpse is a hundred points, and that's like eels, turtle, alapexes. You're taking the Namati corpse. You're taking the core, and then you can go into Domhain or Futan or one of the more useful yeah. ones. So it's cool. I think if you want to do a themed army, it's all good. Um, but I wouldn't. I wasn't really that no. tempted by that. So I think yeah. the the corpse and uh, the Marty Corp come out quite well in that. I think in the wash that it does mm. seem quite quite exciting. Whatever you well, think in that mm. formation has been buffed, right? So it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think no formation came out better in the wash. They were good at that anyway. So yeah. I think a more varied like high drop. Screw it off. Don't worry about keeping them low whatsoever. Like you can rock up with like one ally. And then like twelve other drops and set up some of it off the table. Give your print the first turn when you plus a billion save anyway, and let them fill their boots. And while they were spending three hundred points making their stormcast drop in two drops, you can give like zero shits. Yeah. And we're not done. As you'll be nope. pleased to know, we have now got the Slaves to Darkness segment of the show. Uh for those yeah. slaves fans out there, I know you're there. You've been <laughs> bros. Um <laughs> And we have the Idolators, which is the um, Slaves to Darkness Damned <coughs> Legion. That's in this yeah, a new one. So quite interesting, this one. Um, so you basically get the Idolators keyword um, and Ooh. you get these rules. So Blessed of Chaos, add one to prayer rolls for Idolators Priests. In addition, units in your army with the Priest keyword have the Leader Battlefield role. So yeah. War Shrines could be Leaders. Because they're priests, and okay. um, I'm pretty sure they've got a guy on the top as a priest. Uh, I'd have to yep. double check that actually, because I'm, I'm now doubting myself with Les's expression. <laughs> so, plus one to um, prayer rolls is really good, though. Yeah, like, exactly. I, 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 probably like. I think it fits into the background as well, because obviously that's the. Um, in the, well, in the other show, you find out, but the 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 war shrines feature heavily in in his his force. Um, so they do have the priest keyword. So a war shrines become leaders. So pretty cool. cool. Um, yeah. You also, that I think visually that would be amazing for some conversion opportunities you could do. I mean, I've got one that I've converted on the back of a stone horn uh, that I, yeah. I was doing as a war shrine back in the day, but would become a you know was back before. AOS, so I haven't gone back to it. Um, so you also got the P- Penelope of Ruin rule, um, which is idler cultist units have the battle line battlefield role, so they're the war cry warbands. Um, okay. In addition, when you make a charge roll for cultists, uh, change the lowest dice to a six. If it's a double, change one of the dice to a six. So they get the Marauder charge rule, particularly good for some of them because they've got scouting stuff. So I think the um, Sunesh um, ones, which are the name oh. now escapes me, the flayed unmade, unmade. That's the ones. I believe they've got a way to 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 teleport um, or be across the table. Um, but obviously, charging between seven and twelve guaranteed is extremely strong. Um, so I, you know, and also the Warcry warbands are cool. The models are really nice, and then your untamed beasts yeah, yeah. become battle line. So. Your untamed B screen units, even if you had three units of seventy points as battle Ooh. line to screen your army, that's you can then put all your points on 
all the hard, cool stuff like demon princes and war shrines and chaos knights and all the stuff that does damage. Yeah, yeah. Vanguard. So personally, really like the idea of that purely because the list opportunities it opens up. Um, You know, if you wanted to do an army that was had some cultists in it, you had some war shrine characters, which then allows them to take artifacts and things like that. So, um, I was I was just checking to see whether the uh, the worst cry scrolls up for the flame guys just to see what their uh, AOS rules are, but I can't seem to find it. Yeah, I was gonna try and do the war cry stuff, but I, I was struggling to find it. Um, so I don't think like, it's because uh, it's because it's not an individual box yet. Currently, I don't not sure if it's. Eight, yeah, I'm not I sure. Think. It might be on the community site somewhere, but I, I'll, I haven't I'll have spent a nose. any you, effort you carry to on. look. Um, you actually, carry on looking, I'll have a nose. I'm not sure if you could give the War Shrines artifacts, because they're not heroes. Maybe you can... I think it depends on the the wording. Um, so, but anyway, um, Idolator Lords. So um, you can upgrade one Chaos Chariot or Gore Beast Chariot unit with only one model to an idolator lord if you do he gains the idolator lord and priest keyword is an exalted charioteer um which is the champion model in the unit which normally you have to have free to have the champion but he is a champion um <laughs> you must give it a mark and he knows a prayer from the idolator's prayers opposite um you get a destroy the false idols um, rule, which is add one to wound rolls for attacks made by idolator models that target a priest. In addition, you've got this command ability. Desecrate. Um, use it in your hero phase. Pick one friendly idolator unit, whole within 12 friendly idolator lord, and within three inches of a terrain feature that's part of the enemy army. Roll a dice. If the roll is greater than the number of enemy models within three of that terrain the terrain is desecrated and it loses all its scenery rules so it's a very very complicated rule that's where it's written but essentially you need your lord on the table you pick a unit within 12 that's also within three of a terrain that's part of their army like if it's a nurgle tree or a silverleaf wildwood you roll a dice if you roll over the number of enemy models so there's no one there it's easy to do it you desecrate it it loses all its rules so it's it's kind of cool it's a a giant destroyed terrain rule um you're also pretty fast there's a good chance of you getting somewhere first quite easily right well you can you've got the untamed base pre-game move and and you can they can move exactly that and run so it's a big part of it because you do it in your hero phase (laughs) so and your idolator's prayers are the following. I'll go, I know it's a bit of wrong order, but I'll do it first because we spoke about it. So start your hero phase, chant this prayer. One corn idolator's unit, holy within 12 of this model. Uh, on a 1 to 2, it's not answered. A 3 plus, you can re-roll hit rolls for attacks made by melee weapons. So it's basically, I think it's the same as the war shrine, this stuff. So the yeah. Zinch one, you can re-roll save rolls. The Nurgle one, uh, re-roll wound rolls. Sanesh, re-roll charge rolls. And Undivided, uh, heal D3. So I think they're the same as the War Shrine rules. And then you've got the Idolator Priest General can have a command trait. So you've got Bolstered by Hate, two to his wounds. Lord of Terror, minus one bravery. Favoured by the Pantheon, you can add or subtract two from the result of any either gods. I think that's the standard ones that they all get anyway. Then the new ones, Fiery Orator, he can chant two prayers in the hero instead of one. They can chant the same prayer more than once. Bane of the False Idols, once per hero phase, he could use the Desecrate command ability without spending a command point. 
and Smite the Unbeliever add two to the attacks of his melee weapons. So I think the Orator's probably the one to go. Um, yeah. Because if you're going into reroll saves or reroll to hit or to wound multiple units on a two yeah, plus, it's like. Yeah. They're all better than anything else you could take, pretty much. <clears throat> yeah. So um, pretty cool. Um, and then there's a War Scroll Battalion, Gresh's Iron Reapers, which is a chariot. Basically, it's an Idolator Lord. Um, which is Gresh and two Gore Beast Chariots. Um, so all units have the Idolators, so they must be the Idolators and Undivided. Um, you get the ability Soul Butcher. Um, so <clears throat> the Chaos Great Blade used by the Lord has attacks of four instead of two and damage of D3 instead of two. In addition, the unmodified hit roll is a six. It does D3 mortal wounds and the attack sequence ends. Kind of making that uh, that chariot guy a hero, isn't it? By just yeah. buffing his attacks, you know. Yeah, he's got. He's actually he's got a Varanite weapon, I believe. So it, yeah, in, in the so it's um it's sort of it's known as the soul, but yeah, the dreaded Varanite great blade. Um, yeah, and the profane oratory. So at the start of the combat phase, you can pick one slave to start you should hold even eighteen. Add one to the hit rolls for attacks made by the unit you picked. So he gets command okay. trait. So. Yeah, so he he gets to take that instead, but you have to be undivided, and you have to be um, in that battalion, and you have to, you know, take the idlers. This is pretty cool. Again, I think a lot of these battalions are kind of more about narrative than they are about competitive play. But I don't think that needs to be one hundred and forty points, in my opinion. No, no, (laughs) because you know it's only going to be for like somebody who's really into that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, I'd I'd pay slightly under a hundred for that. So I think that's. More of an I would never, job in it, yeah. Yeah, I would never consider that. No. no. Um, so that is the end of all the rules. So it's quite a lot. So that's that's quite the a, most that's ever been changed with a book like that, right? Uh, it's a bit like Wrath of the Everchosen, I think. There's quite a lot in there, but yeah. I think there's. I think it's the first time it's spread across so many different factions. And yeah, sorry, in, in terms of changes to the scene as we would see it or the, mm. the lay of the land, I think that has the most impact of something we've seen. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's um I actually think it's it's gonna be quite interesting to see what happens going forward with the you know, how Marafi plays on the table now, whether or not we see deep can list change. Um you know, I did I did enjoy the city of Karakuron as well. I thought that might yeah. give people a lot of options uh, for yeah. different stuff. Uh, and also the Stormcast, it feels like everything in there get it's like it's just, it feels like they've given with everything they've not taken away anything all they've done is gone like have something new have something new have something cool, have something cool. and the stuff that's gone up in points is worth it as well which is really good yeah. to see because it's always a bit worrying for something that wasn't being taken much to go up but um like sharks turtles um i'm definitely happy that they are how they are now i think i think it's nice to see a positive like loads of cool stuff Stuff that you wouldn't normally see or take has all been kind of lifted up. I mean, even the idolaters is chariots, so you don't really see chariots or Gorby's chariots. You know, the the war shrines and that's actually the safe to darkness thing is actually quite cool. Um yeah. I think the city stuff, you know, your classic kind of dark have the Darkling Coven stuff's got a bit of a shop spotlight shone on it. Um obviously the Malusai and and that weren't necessarily the yeah. most popular things in Daughters. Um so I think it's almost like uh everything about it is a positive change from a competitive play point of view we're talking in terms of like it's only ever a good thing nothing just seeing more of stuff you didn't see much of they're not yeah. changes to nerf they're changes to buff which i think is nice yeah, yeah. i think so it's a lot of bringing things in line with where it should be it's a very nice way to do it i think to kind of slip it out if 
you can't get everything perfect first time. And if it turns out that no one is touching three quarters of the unit from a book, then it's a brilliant way to be able to reinvigorate them and add a bit of the, the fluff and I won't ever read it, but evolve it as well. You guys have read it. You can watch the you're show, quite Byron. into it. <laughs> it's, I'd, I would be, I know you said that you, you wouldn't ever read it, Byron. And like, this is like the competitive thing, but I'd highly recommend anyone. Like we covered it in the other show. It's like, this book is, it doesn't feel like a, a publication of like it, the book feels more like a, a high fantasy novel than it does a an actual sort of like this they did this they did this it's very very interesting and there's some really cool bits like there's a whole bit that we talked about in the other show where it's called the fractured empires and it's almost like the intro to a star wars movie where they talk about they get you up to speed really really quickly and then they give you like six paragraphs about what marafi's plans are and That's it's cool. if if they do that going forward like with each bit it's going to be really cool It'll be like this is the bit that we do at the start like you know the soul wars event like you know started yeah. and then it goes and this is where we're focusing today with this story um i think it's really really cool i'd highly recommend if you don't want to read the book listen to the show that we put out obviously but um i think it's I worth think the time it's great because it's, it's if you come into the game and you're like i don't really know what anything is and i want to know what happens so far it gives you a really nice overview so you can basically go well actually I just want to know the story so far without going back and reading or finding yeah. relevant bits over like all this stuff because it's yeah. a lot of filler in amongst stuff that and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way as in that it's it's just that it's stuff that doesn't advance the main overall story yeah. to get to this point so it's you, your age of Sigmar of so far so yeah, yeah. is 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 basically it's a, the story though so far uh, with it's a season recap, isn't it? Yeah, it's a season yeah. recap at the start of like you know season two of Breaking Bad, and it tells you what happened at the end of season one. Like that's yeah. essentially yeah. what it is. It's, it's a really bad. really good idea. I mean, the times when I would read it are when I want to know if I'm trying to get inspiration for how to paint something. That's generally when I read fluff, mm. um, and that is perfect for that type of thing. I, I mean, can just like go in deep, and be like deep like lore, not fluff, right? Because fluff makes it sound like. <laughs> So I'm just like someone just spent their entire like their entire like pride with their work. It's just like bluff. It's like when uh, calling it the pizza oven for the fire slayers. It's not yeah. a pizza. Who oven. does that? <laughs> it's um, a magma fire forge. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I think for me, like I really like the idea of doing that von Brecht anvils of Held and Hammer Force. I think there is something there. I'm definitely going to put some pen to paper and come up with a list for that, which I'll probably do on the next it's, show as well. It's so, nice so funny because like because like. Russ is all in on Van Brecht, like Van Brecht in the actual background because of what he is. And then like his battalion's really good. So I could see his like his little eyes light up because he's just <laughs> like, oh, this is really good. I like this, you know, <laughs> and it's the character I really like. So it's... Plus, plus it's like quite a nice paint scheme at because it's like black and gold. Yeah, I mean, it's it. exactly the same as your Slave to Darkness Army, right? You just do yeah. it on the Stormcast instead. <laughs> so, I am maybe, like, though. I am so down with black Stormcast. I think they look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm super. Uh, I think it's a super good list as well. I have to. Um, yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, I think it will upset some people, which is always good. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I think we will wrap this up because it's been going on for about two hours now. So, um, that's, long day for me and you as well, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> added to the other three hours of the other show, but no, it's not quite that long. But. Yeah. Um, so just want to say thanks for watching if you like this yeah. like, like comment all that stuff join our discord let us know your suggestions for your armies like mm -hmm. comment below what would you like to see us talking would you like us to go super in depth about a particular like the Namati Corps or something like that or what we would do with paint schemes having read this book 
um, or anything like that, like let us know in the comment section and it all gets read and considered. And uh, today, this should be released on the day of the pre-orders. So obviously pre-order the new Shadow and Pain and your Marathi book and your new army of um, Ven Brecht and his uh, gun gunners uh, yeah. all through Element to help us out. We'd appreciate that. And um, yeah, yeah or just, if you go to Snacks, get yeah, the snacks, snacks from there. Um, snacks, so, snacky snack. Um, <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> yeah. Greg Duchette. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, Greg Duchette, like that's why I keep saying he's like uh, a YouTube thing. But yeah, that's why I keep saying snacks. Or just shoot me a DM and I'll tell you. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, thanks for watching and um, hopefully this will be useful for you. Um, it's a bit kind of an overview and first impression. So what we want to do is we'll follow this up with some army lists and some more in-depth deep dives into the different factions. Yeah, sure. If there's anything you guys particularly want to know about, let us know and we'll make sure we cover that. But obviously like there's a lot of Malusi lists to look at. We've got the IDNF stuff to look at. There's the Stormcast stuff to look at. There's the city stuff which we probably won't look at, but you know, it's uh, I'm sure someone, I'm sure someone will might look yeah. at it. And if you've got a great cities army based around these new ones, let us know. Put it in the comments. Yeah, sure. Join our Discord. Drop it in there, and we can discuss it. And uh, if there's anything we think is particularly funky that we like, we will feature it on a show and talk about it and credit you. So uh, yeah, uh, get involved. So uh, thanks very much for watching, and uh, we'll speak to you all soon. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. To make sure you don't miss out on any more Hammer to Your Face, subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.